A quick note before we start this episode. This is the first episode I've done that is mostly based on more subjective observations rather than really hard science like some of my episodes on viruses and diseases, etc. The Mandela effect is an interesting theory, and while I believe a portion of it is truly compelling, I don't necessarily agree with all of the ideas postulated, nor did I get a chance to really research them prior to the episode. Please use your discernment, do your own research, and be sure to leave a comment letting us know which ideas you found to be accurate or inaccurate within the episode. Thanks for watching. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm talking to Brian Stavely today, who's done uh, a ton of research on this topic. And how would you how would you explain the Mandela effect to to people who are new to it? Uh, I would explain it as there are these shifts in reality, little shifts in reality, sometimes not so little, where something that you have always known to be one way has now always been something completely different, but it's not just you. It's millions of people around the world, all remembering the same thing in an exact manner, word for word, lyric for lyric, whatever it is, the same as each other, but it's never existed. Now, not only that though, uh, some people do get that idea, but what they don't get, which we'll get into in a little bit, is there's actually a lot of physical evidence that we call residue that backs up our memories. And there's a lot more to this than the way it's normally portrayed in the media, websites, et cetera. Okay, that's what I'm looking to get at to today, because I have a very basic understanding, uh, like I told you before. And, you know, I've like my first experience with this was like somebody told me that the Berenstein Bears was now the Berenstain Bears. I always remembered it, you know, S-T-E-I-N. And, you know, then everybody started saying it was S-T-A-I-N. And, you know, nobody I know who grew up during that time remembers it being that way. And so I was like, wow, that's, that's really freaky. Like those bears were totally Jews. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, it was definitely (laughs) S-T-E-I-N for me. And in fact, when I first got into this topic, that's the first one that I was made aware of as well. Okay. Like you, I remember that. I remember it because I used to get the books when I was little, like five or six of their books from the book club that we used to get the books from our school. And, um, but at the time, much like a lot of people who might be listening to this topic for the first time on your platform or whatever, it didn't really grab me as, oh, it's this earth-shattering thing, like, uh, because it's kind of not presented in the proper manner. So what had happened for me is, like, yeah, sure, there's the Berenstein, Berenstein Bears, but there's so many more examples of this. Like, we'll go through some easy stuff at first. Like, 
media changes and cartoons and stuff like that. But this huge historical events, anatomy changes, geography changes, changes in the Bible, and all of this stuff, no matter what topic we talk about, the changes change retroactively all the way into the past. So while somebody listening to this might be like, I do remember Berenstein. It wasn't Berenstein. So when did they change the name? That's the point, though. There is no name change. There is no record of any of these things changing. So it's always been the Berenstain Bears, if you go back. How old are you? I'm 39. Okay, perfect. I'm 44. We're close to the same age. Yeah. So I'm sure you've watched Mr. Rogers growing up. Yes. I, and I watched your video on Mr. Rogers, and that kind of blew my mind because I never heard of that one before. Yeah, so I'll just preface it like this. So you already saw my video, but for people that will listen to this podcast later, Mr. Rogers used to come through the door every day, and he used to sing, it's a, and then people that are listening, finish the line. And if you said, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, you would all be wrong. Every single one of you. Now, you could ask people. You don't give them multiple choice or anything like that. You don't show them the picture. Like, oh, you go to these websites They'll show you a, pi- a picture of Pikachu with a black tail and without a black tail, like side by side. Sure, that's one way to do it, but that's giving people a multiple choice. And then people can just say, oh, you led them with the answer. You gave them the answer. I have people fill in the blanks and everything. So everybody that was listening to this podcast, I'm sure they sang along and said, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Now it's always said, it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, as in just his neighborhood, not everybody else's. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? He definitely said a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Now, where the residue comes in, the leftover physical evidence. So when a Mandela effect happens, whether it's Mr. Rogers, Snow White, the Berenstain Bears, right? The official versions of things change. But if a parody is done on a spoof, if somebody makes some artwork about it, there's a Halloween costume. All those things usually remain in their original form. So Mr. Rogers, for instance, is a show that's been parodied many times. Eddie Murphy used to do a skit on Saturday Night Live called Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. Um, all sorts of people, like you saw me show the, the, the Demolition Ranch guy in that video yesterday. He did a Mr. Rogers impression. In fact, I used to stand around with friends if we were bored at work and it's a good day, right? Hey, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yeah. He's, ne- he's never said that now, though. Now it's always been this. The best part about this one is people will tell us, oh, well, you know, even though this is what you'll do, you'll ask somebody and they'll tell you, yeah, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Then you'll tell them, no, it's always been a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Rather than thinking, wow, that's pretty crazy. They'll just be like, oh, I must have been misremembering. So this Mr. Rogers one, the funny thing is this Mandela effect happened for most of us in like 2016 or so. And then they announced shortly after they were going to do a movie with Tom Hanks and they didn't give it a title. About a year went by. They said, Oh, we're going to give it a title. Now it's titled. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, but that's not what the theme song even says. So they titled the movie. What matches our memory. Isn't that wild? That is crazy. And I just, at first, to be honest, I chalked this all up to like, Oh, I guess it's just something, you know, everybody's misremembering. But but there are so many examples. I mean, I, I didn't go through too many of them or watch too much of your video, too many of your videos because I I wanted to be like surprised. <laughs> but um, but I know there's like yeah, there's there's a lot of examples. 
Dude, there's, there's, we, there's literally like millions of changes. I mean, we're going to go through probably a couple hundred today. Like I'll go through some easy stuff at first, but then we'll get into some more serious topics. I want to warm your audience up a little bit before I really blow their minds. Uh, so some other things that have changed that are really, really big, right? So Ed McMahon, are you familiar with Ed McMahon? Yes. Are you familiar with the Mandela effect around him or no? I'm not. There, something about him and publishers clearing house, right? Like that's all I know. Yeah. So if you asked anybody what company Ed McMahon worked for, a sweepstakes company, well, they would all say publishers clearing house. He definitely worked for publishers clearing house. At least in my reality, the envelopes used to come to my house with his face on the envelope. Yes. Yeah. But now yeah. in this reality, he's always worked for a different company called American Family Publishing. Now, here's what you can do again. You can pull people and say, hey, what company did Ed McMahon work for? Every single one of them that at least knows the answer, and just about everybody's going to know it, it was so popular, they're all going to say Publishers Clearinghouse. You, you'd be really hard-pressed to find anybody that will say what it's actually always been, okay? Right. But then here's the thing. When you tell them, or you tell somebody that is just steadfast against denying the Mandela effect, no, it's always been American Family Publishing in this reality. It's very easy for somebody to say, well, I might have mixed the companies up, right? But here's the thing. What, the, what else did Ed McMahon do when he presented the winners? Do you remember? He had a big check. I remember that, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. He had a giant check and he would go to their door. But now right. in this reality, he's never done that for either company. So where did everybody's memory of Ed McMahon with the giant check going to people's doors come? Okay, so people will still want to say that we're crazy. Then we present the residue like I talked about. You go look up Ed McMahon costumes, people dress up like him, Halloween, big check. Yeah. You go look at Ed McMahon appearances on sitcoms. You have Ed McMahon himself, himself portraying himself in shows like Roseanne and other shows, bringing a giant check to people's doors, right? <laughs> you have Johnny Carson goes on the David Letterman show as a joke with a giant check. And he says, I'm sorry, our good friend Ed McMahon couldn't be here tonight. But you're the lucky million dollar winner. Holds up a giant check and it says publishes Clearinghouse on it. Johnny Carson, Ed McMahon was a sidekick for 30 years. Then even on top of that, people say, we want to hear the stuff come out of the people's mouths where the changes actually happen. There's a video that Ed McMahon made a rap video right before he died for freecreditreport.com where he's driving around in a white van that's supposed to look like the prize patrol van and he's going around to people's doors ringing the doorbell and asking back for his giant check but he's never delivered a giant check in this reality what? and we're supposed to think nothing's going on and we're all just crazy who are you supposed to be who am i i'm ed mcmahon that's we're not crazy we're not misremembering he definitely worked for Publishers Clearinghouse. A few more while we're on media ones. Ricky Ricardo never once said, Lucy, you got some splaining to do. He's never said it on any episode. Wow. It's completely gone. So people that are saying, well, you know, this is a psyop. Media changes things. Think about the ones I'm bringing up, right? I'm not talking about your uncle's uh, high school graduation video, right? I'm talking about I Love Lucy. Mr. Rogers. These are things that people would have recordings on and could call my bluff. I've literally said that quote out loud to people uh, many times. I've said that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and and there's there's so many changes 
and all the media like so you know it's snow white mirror mirror on the wall you 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 would be like if you wanted to make a snow white mandala effect video and show residue people saying mirror mirror on the wall posters t-shirts all these things you could make a video 24 hour long video full of evidence right she's never said that though she's now it's never said magic. mirror mirror on the wall she's never said mirror mirror on the wall in get the, the fuck out of here no way i'm dead serious i'm fucking dead serious. <laughs> there's no way dead serious now she says magic mirror on the wall what it's always replaced Even with something have- stupid too isn't it like yeah. it's always stupid yeah and again, for anybody listening, we're talking about hard copies in your house, not going on Netflix where things are going to be manipulated if they want to. We're talking about a very popular Disney movie. Pull it off your shelf and check it. Doesn't say mirror, mirror, says magic mirror. Another thing, those Disney movies of that generation. Do you remember the intro with Tinkerbell? Does that bring up? Do you remember what that used to look like? Could you describe that? For, for Disney? Yeah um yeah it was like i remember like the writing and maybe like she was flying around it or something something like she that. was flying over the castle and she would wave her wand down and the sparkles would come up she would do like an arc over the castle that has never been in any of these disney movies now it's completely gone hmm. um the disney movies are highly effective like it, there's so many um another one that's not i don't think it's disney but you know wizard of oz has got tons of changes in it um, the famous scene where the witch releases the flying monkeys and she goes, fly, my pretties, fly. She's never said that now. Now she just says, fly, fly, fly. She's never said, fly, my pretties. So think about that. Think about all the people that have quoted, fly, my pretties, fly. So to think not only that we misremembered what she was saying, which was really fly, fly, fly. Not only did we misremember it, we all inserted the same exact word pretties for no reason. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Does she, idea say, that it, does she say my pretties at all in the film now? Because I definitely remember her saying that. There is a, she calls Dorothy my pretty. She's done right. that in the movie. Right. But she doesn't say it in the manner she did fly my pretties fly. Hmm. I so, feel like I sort of do remember that, but I'm not, not like, you know, that's not a super big yeah. one for me. The yeah. Monopoly Man has never had a monocle in this reality. I've heard of that one. That's crazy to me. That's ridiculous. And they'll tell us we're mixing it up with the Plantis Peanut guy. Dude, we're not mixing it up with the Plantis Peanut guy. It's a board game and a thing of peanuts, first of all. (laughs) Second of all, people want to say that this is like just American, which is clearly not. I have many friends in the UK, for instance, right? My UK friends don't have a fucking clue who the peanut guy is. And they're being told that they're mixing up the Monopoly man with them. They don't have Plantis Peanuts there. It's like, it's completely ridiculous. Have you seen Ace Ventura, Pet Detective 2? Yeah. The second one? Yeah, the, the scene with the scene with the Monopoly. Yeah, the doesn't guy. that guy have an, a monocle and he compares him to the Monopoly guy? Who is this ghastly man? Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. And you must be the Monopoly guy. Hey. Thanks for the free parking. And that's the guy doesn't even have a top hat either. So that's the only reason he's comparing him to the Monopoly man is because of that monocle. <laughs> right. So that that's the type of residue we're talking about. Anytime a TV show or a movie does a spoof on something, it'll remain. Field of Dreams, famous quote, the whisper that he says, if you build it, they will come. Wrong. Get out of here. Wrong. <laughs> no way. Now, now it says, if you build it, he will come. If you build it, he will come. 
Do you see a pattern here? It went from the neighborhood to this neighborhood. They will come. He will come. How about this one? You know the song by Jewel, Who Will Save Your Soul? Yes. Very popular during the 90s, right? Yeah, if you listen to it now, while the title is still the same, she now says, Who Will Save Your Souls? Plural. All throughout the song. (laughs) Get out of here. That's nuts. On your own copy. On your own copy, people. The The studio album of Jewel she now say who will save your souls. Think about the messages here, right? So it's getting a little, a little, sounds like there might be some more importance to this than it's just this little fun game. Think about this. You know the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah. Finish the next line from Under the Bridge. It's the city I live in. The, the city, city of angels. Lonely wrong. as I am, together we cry. No? You'd be wrong. You'd be wrong because now the city of angels is the city of Angel in that song. No. Yes. I swear. Not, that's even reflected in the lyrics as well. Also, the song, do you know the song by the Mamas and the Papas? And uh, <clears throat> I get down on my knees and I began to pray. Do you know mm-hmm. that song? I don't, that's not the title. don't think so. Now it says, uh, it's called California Dreaming. Now it says, I get oh. down on my knees and I pretend to pray. Oh, uh, okay. I, I, th- I know the song, but I, yeah, I'm not too well versed on the lyrics. Interesting. Yeah, wild stuff. Yeah, there's, there's lots and lots of mu- music changes. Uh, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. It's now the Dark Side of the Moon. Hmm. Yeah, I'm re- pretty sure I remember Dark Side of the Moon. So, so Dark Side of the Moon. Some other things that you'll probably remember. If I was to ask you what the most famous brand of stovetop stuffing is, what would you say? Um, oh, man. I just talked about this like the other week. Uh, not Kraft, right? Um, Stouffer's? Stouffer's, yeah, Stouffer's, was, Stouffer's is what it was for me, but now Stouffer's, is, it's never existed. Stouffer's stovetop stuffing has never existed now. They've never had it. They have other <laughs> products, but they've never had stovetop stuffing. Other products, Haas avocados. Yeah. Haas avocados have never existed. They're now Haas, H-A-S-S, instead of H-A-A-S. Macintosh apples, the actual fruit. Macintosh apples do not exist. They're now Macintosh apples. Always have been in this reality. What the hell? Isn't that wild? Yeah, that's crazy. I'm. I feel like I just saw like Hass avocados the other day in the supermarket. I need to go. Well, you might have. <laughs> you know what's interesting is in Kroger's, in Walmart, and I think Whole Foods, their POS system still not has updated. So you can still go in there, get a receipt for H A A S avocados. Yet in this reality, they've never existed. They've always been H-A-double-S. Every, nearly every auto manufacturer's logo has changed. So people, if you want a car, you can go out and check, okay? The Ford now has this curly Q thing on the F that it didn't have before. The Kia logo, it used to say Kia. Now it's a Lambda, which is basically an upside down V instead of an A. But it doesn't matter what year your Kia is. If you have a Kia that's 15 years old and you go out right now, 
It's not going to have an A on it. It's going to have a K, an I, and a Lambda. The Volkswagen logo is a huge one for me. Volkswagen, the logo used to be a V and a W merged together. Yeah. Now it's separated. There's a big gap in the Volkswagen logo now. I've owned like two or three Volkswagens. I've yep. I remember them merged. Yep. And there's a huge gap now. If you haven't seen it, it's it's mind-boggling. Also, my first brand new car was a Volkswagen, and it used to be spelled. There were two spellings for Volkswagen back then. There was Volkswagen, W-A-G-O-N. That's how it was in America. And there was W-A-G-E-N. That's how it was in Germany. And I remember because I used to try and order parts overseas and you would have to knew, knew which car you were getting it for. And it was based on the spelling. Now it's always been G-E-N worldwide. There's never been Volkswagen W-A-G-O-N. So there's two Mandela effects with that for me. That- Another automobile Mandela effect mm-hmm. is uh, you look in the rear view mirror on the side of your cars. And it used to say objects in mirror may be closer than they appear. Right. It's yeah. never said that now. Get that out. Does not say that. No. Now it says objects in mirror are closer than they appear. So it went from a maybe to an R, and like it's a definitive statement. Doesn't matter how old your car is, anybody that's listening to this, if you remember objects in mirror, maybe closer than they appear, go out and look at your car. It's not going to say that. If you remember a merged VW on your Volkswagen, you better go out and look at it because there's going to be a big <laughs> gap between it. The logo is going to look completely foreign to you. Basically, like what we're getting at here, like we're going to keep going. You're going to see there's like thousands of changes. Basically, everything's changing. This whole reality is being overwritten. Chick-fil-A used to be spelled C-H-I-C. Now it's C-H-I-C-K, always has been. So everybody just spelled the word that already existed, chick and drop the letter off it to spell it wrong in a way which never existed. The word dilemma used to have a silent N in it. Now it's never had a silent N. It's always, it used to be D-I-L-E-M-N-A, dilemma. Some of us were even taught to pronounce the silent N to remember how to spell it, like dilemma. It's never had an N now. It's always been a double M. So there's millions of people around the world that for whatever reason, all spelled this one word wrong, inserted the same exact letter in the same spot, which happens to be a silent N. Think about that. That is super strange. Uh, so this is my question. With the stuff that is residue, though, how, how, what's the theory behind why residue exists and remains and the rest of the stuff changes, like the official version? I think it has something to do with the official stuff being part of the matrix so much where it's produced mass produced and a lot of the residue is done with human emotion so it remains okay. like parodies skits artwork you know what i mean yeah. um i mean we don't really know we're trying to figure this out but that is basically how it always works there are, have been some few exceptions there are some pieces of original residue that haven't changed like i'm going to show you this right here mm-hmm. and i know this is for a podcast so it might not make for the best but this is actually a bag of Haas that has not changed. Check this out. Yeah, I think it's get your green screen's kind of overtaking it there. Oh, there you go. Look at that. H A A S. No way. But it's it. But it's never been that in this reality. And supposedly we're crazy if we talk about that. Is it possible that both existed and maybe you know that one just overtook the other one somehow? You think? 
Well, no, because there would be a, uh, there would be a history of it existing. There would be official official things about it. There okay. would be, hey, this is when we changed our product or when we changed our name, right? There would yeah. be that. But there's none of that for any of these Mandela effects. Now, when we talked about Berenstein Bears earlier, right? And that didn't really like jolt me too much into this topic until a few months later. And then what happened is I saw the geography change. And I saw what had happened to South America. So if I were to ask you, where is South America in location to North America? What would you say? To the south of it? (laughs) Yeah, you'd be wrong about that too. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What? Take South a view. America? South America has shifted about 1,500 miles to the east now. It's barely underneath North America. Now the west coast of South America is lined up with the east coast of the United States. The time zones are completely off. Here's the craziest part. It's moved so far over to the right, right? So Central America used to come down and connect on South America at Venezuela on the northern side of South America. It's moved so far over to the right now, to the east, that Central America now connects to the west side of South America. And the Panama Canal is north and south in this reality. Now, people might say, whoa, you're crazy. No way. Don't you know maps can change? Don't you know uh, satellite imagery can be faked? Don't you know map projections are done for political reasons? Yeah, I know all that. But do you remember the Panama Canal being east and west and South America underneath North America? If you said, yeah, then you need to go in your house, pull out an old globe, pull out an old map, and you show me how it still sits in that position. Because it doesn't. Because all the maps and globes everywhere in the world have changed to reflect what I just told you. Every single one of them is going to show you the Panama Canal going north and south. Right. It's crazy, right? That is, that's a big one. Yeah. Um, have you talked to any like geography experts on, on any of that stuff? I mean, well, I don't know about ge- who would be geography experts, but I have talked to a lot of people that study maps a lot. Yeah. And they agree with me. Well, they agree with me. It's undeniable, man. Okay. It's und- okay. Take a look at Cuba. If you, anybody that's listening, Cuba used to be a small island to the Southeast of Florida. Cuba is now the size of Florida. It's drifting so far west, it's almost connected to freaking Mexico now. And it's like that on all the old maps. You won't find an old map where Cuba's a small island. Do you have, like, pictures of this stuff? Yeah. You can share anything you want, by the way, if you'd like. Because this is some pretty, like, these are some big-ass claims here. Oh yeah, I thought we were doing just like an audio format, so I can bring up Google Earth. No, right no, now. this is this is going to be video too. Like I, I do both versions. Oh, all right, perfect. So we'll bring up some stuff. Yeah, Let's yeah. Feel free to you know have at it. So here's the United States. You got my screen? Yep. Look how far over South America is now. Look at it. Look at here's the west side of it. Look at it lining up way over with the tip of the East Coast. It's gone so far to the right 
Look at the canal. This is the Panama Canal. Yeah. Central America used to connect over here, dude. And the Panama Canal was east and west. Look at Cuba. Cuba used to be like right here, small island. Look how big it is, dude. It's as big as Florida. I wasn't exaggerating. And it's gone so far west. It's almost connecting to Mexico. I I definitely remember it being more to the east for sure. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's like, I feel like that's a weird map, though. Bring up any map, you'll see the same thing. And look at the Baja of California is double the size of what it was. Italy used to be a standing boot. Where do you see Italy? Italy's now cocked back 45 degrees, and it has a high heel on it, which it didn't have. So it's almost connected to Sicily now. So this whole, I spoke, I mean, it's almost connected. It's, it's Sicily's almost connected to Greece, I mean. Okay. Hmm. wild it's wild there's lots of geography changes too the cuba thing is definitely weird um yeah i wish i paid more attention in like geography <laughs> and there's, there's local changes too like we can get into that a little later but this local changes like my neighborhood like this all sorts of stuff but we should talk about some big big stuff while we're at it yeah. um so what I like to do is forget all the stuff that we talked about. Like, cause everybody can talk about the Berenstein bears and Mr. Rogers and all that. Mm-hmm. There's much more profound things happening. So like, if you ask any, if I were to ask you uh, what the first major foreign attack on us soil was, what would you say? Pearl Harbor. Exactly. That's what I would say. That's what everybody I've asked would say just about. It's not Pearl Harbor anymore. Now, I know this because probably the same reasons you do. You've heard this. You've done some research. I spent many years in 9-11. So, you know, over and over we hear about this. Well, it's not Pearl Harbor. Now, in this reality, it's Black Tom. I already know you've never heard of Black Tom. Nobody (laughs) listening has heard of it. Now, in this reality... And think about this. When, as I'm telling you the story, think about how is it you never heard about this in your research of 9-11? How is it you never heard about it in school? And how is it you never heard about it through the media after 9-11 when they want to talk about all this, you know, patriotic stuff, right? Now, in 1916, two German spies snuck in through New Jersey. They blew up a munitions depot on an island called Black Tom Island, which nobody had ever heard of before this, in New York Harbor, New York, New Jersey Harbor, a million pounds of TNT. It was such a big blast that it would have measured five and a half on the Richter scale. It injured 120. It killed four people, including made a baby land in in the river, caused 50 million in damage in New York, blew out all the windows in Lowell, Manhattan. And damaged the Statue of Liberty so bad that nobody's ever been to the torch since. Think about all of that. You've never heard about it. Nobody's ever heard of it. This happened in New York. Nobody's ever heard about it. It wasn't brought back up on 9-11. But there's another wrinkle to this. Hmm. While people might say, well, Brian, maybe they just fabricated this event later in history. Maybe it never happened. And you talk about how they fake events. And maybe they just put this into history now. No. In this reality, nobody's ever been to the torch since 1916, but I know people that have been to the torch. I've spoken to people that have been to the torch of the Statue of Liberty. 
But that is impossible now because it's been Mandela affected. This whole event happened now where the Statue of Liberty was blown up and nobody's ever been in that torch. So when people are walking up the Statue of Liberty, they used to be able to go up into the torch, correct? And, yes. and so you're saying that they have been able to do that since this event. Since 1916, it's officially been closed. But I know people that have been to the torch. Now, here's the other thing. With the Mandela effect, let's say you take a photograph of something. Let's say I take a photograph of, let's say I took a photograph of, uh, what was a good Mandela effect? Let's say I took a photograph of Berenstein that we talked about. I took a photograph of the book before it changed and it said Berenstein, right? Yeah. And then the change happened. Photograph's going to change too. The photographs don't remain. They change. Now, there's actually, fo- whatever's covering up these changes happening in this reality, it's highly intelligent. So there, anybody that has a picture of that, say them going up the staircase or the ladder to the torch, those pictures are gone. Here's another wrinkle to it. The Statue of Liberty has so many Mandela effects. If I asked you where the Statue of Liberty was, like the name of the island, what would you say? Um, oh, my God. Um, I should know this. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but. All right. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you. It was Ellis Island. Ellis Island, yes. So, many, yes. so many others. Now. <laughs> Statue of Liberty's now never been on Ellis Island. It's now on an island called Liberty Island. Like, how would everybody think it was on Ellis Island if it's a Statue of Liberty and it's been on an island called Liberty Island the whole freaking time? No. Now, there's people that have taken pictures in front of the statue when it was on Ellis Island. Now, their pictures, they still have pictures that exist, some of these people, but the freaking statue is gone, and there's just a big bare circle area in the ground behind them. You're kidding dead serious i i absolutely 100 percent remember reading about ellis island like when i was a kid yeah here's the other thing you said you researched 9 11 so when you get off the show today just take a look at some of that imagery that you've seen probably so many times any of the imagery from across the water where you're looking at the towers the statue used to be here on the left that statue is so far off to the side now it's not even in most of the shots because it's actually in New Jersey waters right now. It also sits on a star fort now, not a rectangle or a square. It used to be a square platform on top of a square platform. Wow. Now it's on top of a star fort and always has been. Another Mandela effect with the statue, because it keeps changing, it now has a 24-carat gold flame. Now, this gold flame many of us didn't see until about 2017. But in this reality, that gold flame has been there since 1986. So since you were less than 10 years old or whatever, the Statue of Liberty's always had a gold flame. I remember being tarnished green almost my whole life. Hmm. Not sure about that one, to be honest. But I thought the whole thing was green. I guess I would, I would guess that the whole thing was just green. Yeah. So other changes that people probably never even heard of blow your mind real quick, right? Check this out. What's a, what's a dollar sign look like? Describe it. If you were going to draw a dollar sign, if you were going to tell me, hey, I need you to draw a dollar sign, this is how you do it. What would you do? Yeah. So I would say draw an S with two lines going straight through it vertically. Yeah. And you'd be wrong. <laughs> why don't you do me? Why don't, 
why don't you do me a favor and look down at your physical keyboard in front of you, not your phone, okay. your physical keyboard in front of you, look at the number four and look closely at the dollar sign and describe to me what that looks like. Oh shit. <laughs> it has only one, it has only one line through it. Isn't that wild? It's always yeah, that been is, that. That is pretty strange, I guess. But I, I guess I would just look at that and chalk it up to like, oh, maybe it's like their version of the friggin' same thing. Every keyboard in the United States, every typewriter in the United States, doesn't matter how old. Dollar sign has always had just one line through it in America. Now, there is international use, will there be a two? always one line just like the cent sign for me the cent sign was a c with one line and the dollar sign was an s with two just like you said wait what's the cent sign now it's the same c with one line okay yeah so that hasn't changed for me okay right yeah that hasn't changed for me either that's pretty wild yeah i definitely always remember Putting two lines. I mean, I just drew it right now when I was describing it. That's how I drew it. Two yeah. lines. Yeah, it has one line through it. Other changes that have happened that's big for me is the American flag has actually changed. Really? So if you if you look at the American flag, it used to have a red stripe underneath the blue stars. It's called the blood stripe. Now, if you look at the American flag, it has a white stripe underneath it always has been the amount of residue on this one is ridiculous everywhere i go beach shops souvenir shops just everywhere red stripe under the blue red stripe under the blue but every american flag has the white stripe under the blue now which is interesting because we're going to talk more about these we talked about black tom there's another one there's another attack how about this they tell you almost three thousand people died on 9-11 all right yeah we're not even going to get into that event, and I can really go into that, but that's what they tell you. Do you know that there's something even bigger where 5,000 Americans supposedly died and you've never heard about it? So it's another German attack, 1941. Now the story is eight German subs made it over to American shores, right? Eight German subs made it to the coast of North Carolina, where I'm at right now, basically. Just a few hundred feet off the water, they sunk 500 of our merchant ships and killed 5,000 Americans. So this is much bigger than the Berenstein, Berenstein bears, you know, like there's this whole war history with Germany has completely changed. And, and when people say, well, Brian, they might've just made that event up and blah, 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 blah. You know what I did? I went and found. So when these changes happen, they don't just come by themselves. They come packaged in with other things to back up the story, like videos that are, backdated years that are now in this reality and i showed video of scuba divers like 10 years ago going down off the coast of north carolina to the wreckage of the boats that are actually sunk down there Hmm. see like i'm inclined to believe that like those they could have happened but then but they just weren't given media attention so nobody really like recognized them the same way but you're saying that these weren't even in like history books or like acknowledged at all not at all Okay. Not at all. They weren't in history books or acknowledged at all. I certainly never heard of I, them. And I mean, I even asked, you know, I know some really good researchers that actually live here in this state where this went down, you know, that, that should know something like that. And uh-huh. they Another big thing that's going on around the world, right? So famous artwork all over the world has been Mandela affected. 
One of the biggest ones is the creation of Adam on the Sistine Chapel. Are you familiar with that? Uh, Adam, yeah, vaguely. So check this out, right? This is obviously a parody right here. This isn't real, right? But this is <laughs> yeah. making a spoof. And he was up here at an angle like this, reaching down to Adam, and Adam was reaching up. So what I'm showing you here is residue. Like, this is residue. You see what I mean? These, are, these aren't the real image, but they're spoofs of it. So however people drew these by memory, they're allowed to remain. And this is why people depicted it like this, because this is how it was. He was pointing down to Adam. Now, wait till I show you what it really looks like. Now, again, pointing down to Adam, right? I mean, these are all just stupid parodies or whatever. I'm not saying this is the real deal, but wait till you see this. So now look at the creation of Adam. Look how low God is. God is lower than man with his hand now. This is, this is 500 years old, painted on the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. This has nothing to do with media changes. This has nothing to do with anything just being American. You remember him pointing down at the angle. I remember it. All the yeah, people doing remember those parodies that. remember it. More Anybody animal. watching your show after is going to remember that. It's changed, and it keeps changing. He's been incrementally coming down. This just got lower again recently. It was, he was much higher. So think about it. That's a, it could be a significant message, right? Like, you know, man is higher than God. Uh, you know, yeah. the, the who will save your souls, the city of angel. We haven't even talked about the changes in the Bible yet, which tie in with all of this. Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite Bible changes, we'll talk about it real quick. Uh, you, what's your familiarity with the Bible? You know it at all? Or? Uh, yeah, I mean, the basic stuff not like a huge bible uh reader so if i asked you matthew eighteen twenty, where two or can you finish that two or something gather uh yeah i don't i wouldn't i wouldn't okay well it used to be matthew eighteen twenty used to read where two or more gather there i am in the midst okay where two or more gather there i am in the midst like god's presence would be there whenever two or more people would gather okay several months before corona that change from where two or more gather, there I am in the midst, to where two or three gather. So now your gatherings in the presence of God are limited in the Bible. Hmm. You see where I'm going with this? And then they limited gatherings. It, it, all this stuff goes hand in hand, whether no matter what you think might be behind the Bible, good, bad, or whatever. Uh, these Like that change, Matthew 18, 20, anybody that does have Bible knowledge that's watching this after they, they definitely said to themselves, well, we're two or more gather, we're two or more gather. It's never said that now in any version of your Bible. Doesn't matter what version you have, they all say two or three, which it's just wild stuff. So okay. God, God won't be present if you have a big gathering. Man's higher than God here. And another, another huge Bible one is Isaiah eleven six. What animal lies with the lamb? If I asked you what animals lies with the lamb, what would you say? Um, the lion? No. Exactly. Know. It was the lion. Oh, it well, was okay. the lion. But okay. now it's the wolf. Now it's the wolf. Like the wolf's in the house. See what I'm saying? Wow. So another famous artwork. We'll go back to artwork and then we'll we'll go forward to that. Do you do you are you familiar with the finger statue? Uh not no, I don't think so. Okay. Oh, the well, finger statue. Finger. Yes. Yes, yes. Okay, this is Arnold Schwarzenegger doing the thinker, which became a bodybuilding pose based off of the statue. He's doing the pose that the statue was. The statue was fist to forehead, right elbow on right knee, just like Arnold Schwarzenegger is doing here now in this picture. 
Yeah. But if you look now at what the thinker statue is, the thinker statue has changed and the thinker statue is now like this fist under the chin, fist under the chin rather than fist to forehead. But check this out. Check this out for residue. So first you got this lady here that we're just looking at. She went and traveled to the thinker statue. Look how she's posing. She has the fist to the forehead. Hold on one sec. I got to grab a book that I have real quick. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. My friend Dawn wrote a book called What Really Makes You Ill. I don't know if you can see that. We're in small mode, but I'll show you after. But wait, so, okay. So, sorry, repeat that to me. How was it before? So it was the way it was the way that I showed you with Arnold with the fist to the forehead, the way that this woman's doing it. Fist, fist to, to the forehead. Okay. So she's doing fist to forehead because that's what it was when she took this photo and went here. But the photo, the, the thinker statues all changed. So the photo changed along with it. Now I know that sounds ridiculous, but wait till you see this next piece. Wait till you see this and you tell me what we're looking at right here, right? Look at this. So Fist to fist under the chin now, not to the forehead. Look at every single kid in this photo. They all have their fists to the forehead, dude. Do you, like, why would they all go there and pose wrong in front of the statue? They all pose fist to forehead because that's what it was when they went there. But when all these statues changed, it actually changed in all the photographs. This has the fist under the chin. And actually, this has changed again. And, uh, you know, you can't, it's hard to see in here, but this right elbow comes over to his left leg now. So he's all twisted. It's ridiculous. Look at these kids, all fist to forehead, the way it used to be. Mm. To to be honest, I don't. I kind of remember more the the chin, but I could be totally wrong yeah. on that because I never paid attention that that much. But and it, well, you could have just noticed it. You could have just noticed it more in the last several years after it's changed too. You know? Yeah, so. it's possible. That's the way it is on my friend's book. Yeah. Chin. But yeah, I mean, I now, I mean, now that I think about it, I don't really know. Could be, yeah, yeah. That's strange. Yeah, it's wild, dude. I work all over has changed. The Last Supper no longer has the Holy Grail on it. Um, wow. Is uh, okay. So other historical JFK is one of the ones that really got me. JFK, um, you know, yeah, there used to be four people in the car. Now there's six people in this car. And the car has a, uh, this extra like windshield in it. There's like three rows of seats in the JFK assassination car. Now. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wow. I need to check yeah. that one out. There was four people in it, right? Now there's six, including two women, not just his wife, but the governor's wife is also in the car. There's two women in the JFK car now. There's six people in it. Six people. The governor was in it, right? He got shot in the wrist, I think, or something, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember him, his wife, and JFK, and the driver, whoever was driving. Yep. That's really about now it. There's another, now there's another woman and another agent. And another windshield, or like a divider. It's crazy, dude. And then on top of that, that keeps changing. Now there's a Pruda film, which used to be shot in color, and then, I mean, black and white, and then was colorized later. Now it was shot in color in this reality. So Zapruder was running around with a 1961 Panasonic 
eight millimeter color hand cam. Not only that, dude, how many videos are there of the JFK assassination? How many have you seen? I mean, there's just one one version. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can show you like 13. Really? Yeah, there's about 13 different videos now that have always been out in this reality. All independent people running around with color hand cameras in 1963 now. This whole event changing. And that wasn't like a very common thing to own, I think, back then, right? Oh. <laughs> no, what? it wasn't at all, dude. Wow. That's intense. Yeah, yeah man. There's changes in 9-11. So you research 9-11, right? Yeah. So yeah. what's the name of Tower 7? Tower 7 has an actual name. It's named after a group of brothers. What's the name of it? Oh, is it Harriman Brothers or no? No, what is it? No, you're close. It begins with an. It begins with an S. Uh, I mean, I just called it Building Seven. To be honest with you, um, I don't. I don't know off the top of my head. Well, it, it was the Solomon Brothers Building. Okay, right. Now it's the Salomon Brothers Building. Now this is kind of a big deal. Because like a lot of people that were researching this were making a lot of connections between the like the occult and 9-11 and King Solomon's Temple, the two towers. And now those correlations don't even make any sense because King Solomon and Salomon, it's not even the same name anymore. How right. about the book that George Bush was reading in the Florida classroom when the plane supposedly hit the tower? Do you remember the name of this book? I know. Oh man, I I saw stuff on this. He was reading a children's book, obviously, to a kindergarten class. I saw something that was, it was like something super creepy that he was reading, right? But I don't remember the name of the book. Yeah, it was, it was my pet goat. And now it has always been the pet goat. It was definitely my pet goat for me. Uh, So that's, that's wild stuff for me. Wasn't there also something weird in like the content of the book though, that was like related? Oh yeah. It used to say he had the kids reciting plain kite must hit steel, you know? Right, right. Steel. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But it was my, yeah, my pet goat. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy. And see, I don't remember little things like that too, too much. Like only the big things. I have a bad memory for some of those stuff. So uh, Forrest Gump, his famous quote, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. He's never said that. I'll just go through some real quick. He's never said that. Rather than quiz you, I'll just go through. Yeah, he's never said that. Now he says life was like a box of chocolates. He said it life is. All no. the biggest quotes are changing. Silence of the Lambs, he never says hello, Clarice. He said when when she first gets to the jail cell, he literally says good morning. Instead of hello, Clarice. No, he says hello, Clarice. Good to see you again. Uh, <laughs> no. No way. Here's another one. Here, there's, there's another word change. That's a big one for me. So Terminator 2, I'm sure you've seen it. Yeah. It was called Terminator 2 Judgment Day. But the word judgment is actually changed in America. And now it's lost the first E. So if you look at a Terminator 2 poster now, it's going to look really weird to you. And you're going to be like, what is it about that? Oh, shit. The E's missing. Now, if you look up the word in the English language, judgment in america not in the uk in america only has one e now this also affects everybody's bible so you'll always see i'll see christians and chats right judgment with two e's but their bibles say one e in it you know in the bible jesus was hung in a tree now andy beats off in a river 
And I'm not trying to offend people. It's literally what it says in there. Anybody that thinks I'm crazy, Act 530, Jesus is hung in a tree. I forget which one he beats off in a river. Um, it's just crazy. In the KJV, because there's a lot of people that are KJV exclusive people, first line of your Bible's changed. God created the heavens and the earth. Open it up. It says God created the heaven and the earth now. Lord's Prayer, completely butchered. Our Father who art in heaven. It says now it says our father, which art in heaven, where it said on earth, it says in earth, and where it said trespass and trespasses, it says debts and debtors. There are some other variations of the Bible that will say uh, on earth and uh, who are in heaven, but none of them say trespasses anymore. They all say debts and debtors. So if you remember saying the Lord's Prayer with trespasses in it, guess what? Mandela effect. I used to say that every every night as a kid when I was really little. I said that, and I it was trespasses and trespasses, and I did. But I do also remember debt and debtors. I saw it later on though, and I was like, "What the fuck? Like that sounds stupid." Yeah, that's probably why you saw it later on because it was uh, trespasses. And here's the interesting thing: like I show these people that are affected with these Bible changes because they're they're under this they're under a delusion. That, that just can't happen because they think that their book tells them that the word can't change. Well, whatever you think the Bible is, it's still words on a paper, wherever the idea originally originated from. If the Berenstein Bears book can change, and so can the Bible. It's physical matter, and it's all changing. And, and, and I know that offends people, but people need to deal with the reality of the situation. Like, if I tell some, a lot of people, I'll tell them, hey, if you build it, and they'll do what you did, they'll say, they will come, right? And I'll say, well, no, it's always said he will come now. Oh, well, that's just movies being changed and blah, 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 blah. But let's deal with the reality of the situation. You know it was they. Pull the movie off your shelf and check, right? But they won't do that usually. Same thing. People say the word can't change. They'll quote the Bible the exact way all the Mandela effect people are saying it was. But then they'll say, oh, well, you got to have the wrong version of blah, blah, blah. No, I know exactly what versions I'm talking about. Every time I talk about something being a change, the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. It's not in the Bible. It doesn't say do unto anywhere. Uh, judge not lest ye be judged. Other than an obscure Williams Tyndale version, they all say something different. None say judge not lest ye be judged. In fact, the KJV says the opposite now. It says judge not lest ye be not judged. Complete opposite message. Mm. Matrix. Matrix is in the 1611 KJV six times. The word matrix, words that weren't words back then. Couch, Jesus is carrying a couch now. Moses, instead of carrying tablet tablets, is carrying tables. Oh man, I gotta I gotta okay, talk to my on. my buddy Jacob because he's like a huge Bible person. He's he's gonna. Yeah, so do you listen when you talk to him. Don't give him multiple choices. Don't just ask people to fill in the blanks, and you know, don't let them Google it, look it up, look in their Bible, make them answer you spontaneously first. And then let them look it up. And it'd be great for them to go look it up in their Bible. And you'll find every single one I'm talking about, it's true, man. I mean, I go up to preachers on the street. I went, like I told you, I went to California to talk to people about the current PSYOP that's going on. But while I was out there, people are out there with the Bible on the street preaching. I'm rolling camera. I'm going up to them. And I'm asking them these questions. 100% success on all of them, dude. 
Nobody ever said wow. we're two or three now, though. When I ask him Matthew 18, 20, nobody ever says wolf. When I ask him Isaiah 11, 6, they all, uh, lion and lamb, lion and lamb, lion and lamb. I got one guy consecutive with lion and lamb. And then with Matthew 18, 20, he said, but two or more gather. Then I got him with the Lord's prayer. This is all on video. Like people can watch this go down. Like this is an amazing phenomenon that's happening. And think about it. There's lots of animals in the Bible, right? So if we're, everybody's getting it wrong, why, why is everybody saying lion? Why are some people saying the duck or the platypus or this or that? Why is it all the lion? Because that's what it was, man. It was the lion. It wasn't the wolf. The wolf dwells with the lamb. That's what it says now. And that's a strong message. So man's higher than God, the wolf. The wolf in sheep's clothing? Like, who's the wolf? Who's who's this angel in the city of angel? You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of these types of messages. Well, there's, there's a lot of quotes with, like, lions and lambs, right? Like, Oh, tons. I mean, maybe they're mixing it up because I mean, lion typically goes with lamb. So there's some plausible deniability, no? Uh, I don't know because the residue is so strong with the pastors and preachers and some of the stuff that we have for the residue goes back to like the 1800s and just like before, you know, people say, oh, you got it from an Elvis song and all this. It's like crazy because it goes so far back way before that. That um, all the way back that uh, the hello Clarice one you mentioned too before I forget um which is funny because another Jim Carrey movie um I think it's in don't quote me on this but I think in the cable guy he puts like meat on his face and he says hello Clarice it's good to see you again yeah he does he does um lighten let's lighten it back up again real quick so Caesar, name changes. How about this? Julius Caesar, yeah. right? His name is changed and the A and the E are flipped and it looks like Caesar now, which also affects the spelling of Caesar's palace, which also affects the spelling of little Caesars. They look like they say Caesar now. Whoa. How about, here's something that should really, that'll really get you, right? Most famous museum in America begins with an S. Uh, famous museum? Yeah. Uh, the, the, hmm. so the, uh, can't think words anymore. It's something, yeah. It's on the tip of my tongue, man. Yeah. All right. It begins with Smith and it's two words. Smithsonian. What's the second word? Smithsonian Museum? No. No, it used to be the Smithsonian Institute. Oh, okay. But now yeah. it's always been the Smithsonian, the Smithsonian Institution. How about this one? What about the DEA? What does the DEA stand for? The Drugs and uh, Drug Enforcement Administration? Oh, yeah, that's what it is now. But for so many of us, it was the Drug Enforcement Agency. Here's some other ones oh. that changed. Daylight Savings Time never existed. Now it's always been Daylight Saving. Haley's Comet? Never existed. Always been Hallie's with two L's and a short A. How about those books? Do you remember those little books that they would have? They were yellow and black. And it was like a summary of a topic. If you wanted to like, you know, research something real quick that you fell behind on, began with a C. Cliff Notes. Cliff's Notes. Okay. Exactly. The Cliff's Notes now. You said Cliff Notes first time, then Cliff's Notes. Okay. <laughs> Cliff Notes. But Cliff's that is funny. Yeah, right. Cliff's so yeah, I guess I remember both then. Yeah. And that'll happen, especially once you see the new one all the time. Um, 
So another one, Joel Olstein never existed. Everybody still calls him Joel Olstein. Yeah. You know who Joel Olstein is? Is a pr- the priest guy, the preacher? Yeah, yeah. Right. Do you think his na- you thought that was his name? His name is actually Joel Osteen. Now there's no L anymore in his last name. No, I remember. Um, I remember Osteen. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal is Steven Seagal now, like S E A G A L instead of S E G A L. No, I just wrote, I just wrote it down before you said that. I, I wrote S E G A L. Google it. Watch what will happen. You'll get spell checked. <laughs> what the hell? You get spell checked, bro. <laughs> um, another one that changed to me is Gandhi. Gandhi used to be G H A N D I. Now the H has moved about four spots over. And it's G-A-N-D-H-I. The famous uh, toy store yeah. in New York, F.A.O. Schwartz. Right. Lost a T. Always been F.A.O. Schwartz now. That's a pattern. Charles M. Schultz, the guy that wrote the Peanuts. Yeah. He's not Charles M. Schultz anymore. He's Charles M. Schultz. He lost the T as well. Both of these are German names as well. Lots of German connections. Wow. It's crazy. Um, other things, too, that I forgot while I was what. Um, Wine skins used to be in the KJV, and now it's bottles. A lot of people are big on that one. I was just looking at my notes real quick. Bottle? Uh, more spelling. Yeah, bottles in 1611 KJV. So here's another one. Spell, and you might you might do it the, the way that it's new now. It's a big change for me for a while, though. But if I asked you to spell the word cemetery. C-E-M-E-T-A-R-Y. Or now, now put that in Google and see what happens. Oh, hold on. <laughs> You're going to get spell checked. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> That's how it was spelled for me as well. There's no A in cemetery anymore. <laughs> wow. Yeah. C-E-M-E-T-E-R-Y. So the A has changed to an E, which is something that happens a lot with the Mandela effect. Do you remember the show uh, in Living Color? Of course. And do you remember who the executive producer of that show was? The Wayans brothers. Or, or no, they were yeah, in it. Yeah. Who, well, the, the executive producer was the oldest of the Wayans brothers. Do you remember what his name was? Began with oh, a. With a what? Okay. Okay. Uh, kick. Kick something ivory wayans was it or yeah Keenan ivory it, it was keenan keenan ivory wayans. ivory wayans yes and his name was k his name was k-e-e-n-a-n now his name is keenan k-e-e-n-e-n so the a changed to an e but not only that it's got the same exact pattern as cemetery where cemetery had two e's and an a and now it's three e's well, that's bizarre there's a, there's so many like little just like nonsensical ones and then there's like really big ones it's like what's the rhyme or reason yeah well i mean we, we'll get into theories in a little bit but i do okay. think that a lot of it is a message i do think some of it is uh maybe everything needs to change maybe this place is resetting this whole reality because when you really start and i know you're going to be interested after the show you're going to look more and you're going to be like holy shit, man, like there are so many changes and it just keeps increasing and increasing. So for instance, if I were to ask you to describe King Tut's mask, 
what prominent features are on there? Like, what would be the first few things you would say about his mask? What stands out to you? Oh, man, I'm not too well versed, but um, King Tut, I mean, didn't he have like, um, do you have like a snake, like a cobra? Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's what I remember, right? Okay. And I'm going to get a screen share. And this is not the real mask. This is just what somebody mocked up or whatever. This is like a replica. Right. See that? Snake in the middle, right? Right. That's what I remember. Now, before we get into what it looks like now, again, how old is this? I don't trust their dates. I don't trust their timelines. But we will say it's mad old, right? Like hundreds of years old, ancient artifact, right? I mean, that's what we'll say. I don't know if it's really however many thousands of years they say, but it's very old. Has nothing to do with American media. This is in his tomb in Cairo. And wait till you see what King Tut actually looks like. Now, this is currently what his mask looks like. Look at that, dude. Get out of here. It's always no. been this way. No. It's I got was a like, bird and a snake, and it's not even symmetrical. Look how stupid it looks. Yeah, that looks stupid as hell, dude. <laughs> I was just, like, looking into some of this stuff because I was reading about, like, the, the like historical evidence for, like, reptilians and stuff. Um, and I feel like I saw images of, like, the, the original cobra. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah, that's bizarre. Always had a bird and a snake now. So this is a physical ancient artifact stowed away that's changed from the Mandela effect. It's nothing to do with somebody's psyop. I mean, you could ask anybody, dude. You know, ask anybody. Just remember, never give them the answers. Make them fill in the blanks. And they're all going to tell you a snake, man. Nobody's even going to tell you a bird. And if it's always been both, shouldn't it be like a mixture? It's just like with the Black Tom thing, right? If you go and you ask people, first foreign attention. Nobody's ever going to tell you Black Tom. If you ask people about Ed McMahon, nobody's even going to tell you American Family Publishing. If it's always been American Family Publishing and we're mixing it up with Publishing Clearinghouse, shouldn't it be at least like 70% of people that are saying the company it actually is rather right. than zero? Yeah. Rather than zero? Yeah, it's, the, it's usually the vast amount of people, like most people in the population remember it that way. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah, so another thing that's changed, I talked about the the, the dollar sign, right? Yeah. Let me get it. I'm going to grab a Google window real quick so I can um, share something from Google with you. So the Nazis are highly involved with the Mandela effect. I keep showing you these German attacks, and there's more and more. There's a few we haven't even got into yet, but there there's changes with Hitler. Hitler now always had blue eyes instead of brown eyes. Hmm, I think I may have heard something about that. So check this out. So the swastika, as you probably know, the Nazis didn't invent the swastika, right? You know that. It goes way back. All different cultures cultures have used that. They've they've used that same symbol, right? Yeah. Look what what has happened. The Nazi swastika is now at a 45-degree angle. It's not – it doesn't match the other ones anymore. Hmm. It used to be up and down like this. Now it's at a 45 degree angle on all of these. Hmm. Another one that's also inverted. Yeah. Is the peace sign. The peace sign. You go like this. This used to be the peace sign. It was in a circle with a line going through it. And one of the ways I, an anchor memory I have of the peace sign growing up for me was I would look at it and say, oh, it's like the opposite of a Mercedes sign. Well, now it's the same. Now the peace sign points down. It points down. 
for me, it was it was pointing up, like the way you would hold your fingers when you really. Do now that it's one, pointing down. That one, I know, I remember being down completely. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people do. That's one that a lot of people don't resonate with me yet, but some with, but some people do. And that's the other thing too that people need to worry about. That uh, remember about this. Mm-hmm. This is definitely going to be ones you don't agree with. Well, yeah. who knows? Maybe you just got so used to the new thing that that you know you, you just accepted it. But right. if any of these are real, then something's happening. You know, if there's anything that's definitely changed and something, Carmen San Diego, what color raincoat does she wear? Red. Oh, she does. Okay, she wears red. I remember yellow. Many people remember yellow. Hmm. Pillsbury Doughboy. I'll go through some light ones real quick. Pillsbury Doughboy used to have a blue scarf. He's always only had a white scarf now in this reality. No blue scarf. Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, he don't have an Adam's apple anymore. <laughs> what? No, he had an Adam's apple. He had a big Adam's apple. Yeah. It's gone. Doesn't have a, an Adam's apple that shows anymore. Mickey Mouse no longer has suspenders. Curious George never had a tail now. Um, I talked about the Tinkerbell intro. I didn't talk about her name. Tinkerbell is now two words. It used to be one. It's now two words. The The movie 101 Dalmatians, I noticed a change. 101 Dalmatians. Where do you see this residue? Let me, let me, uh, oh, go my green screen. Go. So I went to a restaurant the other day and they had this cool little gimmick where you get a free book if you get a meal, right? So me and my friend like, yeah, we'll go see what they have for books. I bet I'm going to find some Mandela effect residue, right? Yeah. So they had this puzzle. So this puzzle right here was on the shelf and I'm like, oh, look at that. That's fantastic. You know why? That's not how you spell Dalmatian anymore. This used to be how you spell it in my reality. Yeah. Dalmatian. Yeah. So a few years, like four or five years ago, I'm looking at 101 Dalmatians, the movie. It's spelled with an A now. So that O at the end, this is an A now. But not only does it affect the movie, it affects the actual breed of the dog. And when I did a video covering this, I showed dog breeders that breed Dalmatians that think it's spelled this way. Yeah. Just like I do. Just like you did. It's never been spelled with an O-N. It's been spelled with an A-N the entire time now. If you type this in to Google, you're going to get spell checked. Wow. That's a, that's a pretty big one for me. Yeah. Uh, Alice in Wonderland, Twiddle D and Twiddle Dumb. Are you familiar with the characters? Yes. What do they have on top of their head? Um, I, I feel like they were wearing like one of those spinny hats. Right? Yeah, they were. A propeller. They had a hat with a propeller. Propeller hats, yeah. Now, if you watch it, their hats only had, they have a flag on the freaking top of their head. They look ridiculous. No <laughs> propeller. <laughs> Whoa. And again, I thought about some this of this shit. Is <laughs> and, and why would you come up with something so absurd as a propeller spinning on somebody's head? Yeah. Unless that's what it was. And it turns out that that is what it was. That's what everybody else remembers as well. So if you looked up Twiddle D and Twiddle Dumb Halloween costumes, of course, you will find some of the new stuff, but you will find a ton with propellers. They've never had propellers. They just have flags on their head now. Um, wow. It's, yeah. It's wild, dude. That so you have any questions? I mean, I've been, I've been ranting about different changes for a while. You must have some questions. We have seen things flip-flop, if you want to know. Like, we've seen things change and then change back. Um, yeah. One of them was Apollo 13. Apollo 13, the movie with Tom Hanks. Yeah. It actually, the famous quote, the famous quote, Houston, we have a problem. Yeah. It changed. 
and to change to past tense to Houston, we've had a problem. And then the crazy thing is after a few months, it changed back. So all the, and then all the videos that we had when it changed and people said, Hey, look, it's changed. It's past tense. Now all that disappeared when it flipped back, all the evidence of the first flip disappeared off the internet, people's videos, comment sections, all disappeared. That's crazy. That's so crazy. <laughs> I don't know. There's evidence I mean, in real documents too. I mean, people act like we don't do research. Then they don't even, this is what the people that denied us. And, and please, anybody listen and don't be like these people. This is what the people that will do that will deny this. They'll say things like companies and logos and brands can change name, Brian. Don't you know that? Yeah. Okay. That's a very true statement. But you know what else is true? It takes five minutes to research any said company logo or brand change. So if you're saying that's what my Mandela effects are, then come back and say, hey, this is where you're wrong about Chick-fil-A. This is where you're wrong about this product. This is where you're wrong about this logo. Here's the documented change. They never do that. They never do that. And we've checked these things. I'm not going to come out and call something a Mandela effect. If you can go uh, look at Logopedia and say, Brian, they, they changed their logo in 1957 and the other one just became obscure. What are you yeah, of course. About? And that does happen. Like Kmart became like big K, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, of course uh, it happens. It happens all the time. Yeah, like here's yeah. one that's it's an example. Cup of no- cup of noodles is now cup noodles. Some people did make videos calling that a Mandela effect. Yeah. But there are actually you can find an old commercial of the old spelling. So obviously it's not a Mandela effect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, you probably so, know about this one. Uh some of my followers on Instagram were talking about it on a live the other day. Um, so if I told you about a a cheese cracker. Mm-hmm. that's been around forever what would you call it well i i know this one yeah i, I would call it cheese i would call it cheese it's <laughs> okay yeah cheese it's but they say it's now cheese it i think it is cheese it and that's an interesting one because i've had people go to stores that ha- it hadn't updated in their pos system yet either and really? they had printed receipts for cheese it's and sent me the sent me the uh receipts wow there's tons of food changes. Like the food changes are crazy. Bragg's apple cider vinegar. Bragg's is singular now. It's always been Bragg. His one. Johnny Walker whiskey. Johnny Walker is now spelled Johnny with an IE instead of a Y at the end. And that's another Mandela effect pattern where a lot of names that end in a Y are now an IE. Johnny Walker is J-O-H-N-N-I-E. Hold on. I got to Google something real quick. Yeah, go ahead, dude. <laughs> There's an Elliot Smith song. Where he says Johnny Walker Red. Cool. Yeah, see what it says in the lyrics or whatever. Yeah. Johnny Walker Red. Miss Misery, right? Let's see. I'll fake it through the day with some help from Johnny J O H N N I E Walker Red. (laughs) (laughs) Here's another one. Here's another one. Even more popular than Johnny Walker. Okay. It's Jack Daniels. Spell Jack Daniels. If you don't look at a bottle, don't Google it. If you pretended you had a bottle of Jack Daniels in front of you, spell it out exactly the way you, you think it would read. J-A-C-K-D-A-N-I-E-L-S. Wrong. <laughs> really? What is it now? Now it's, now it's D-A-N-I-E-L apostrophe s there's an apostrophe between the l and the s and jack daniels 
which totally changes the whole guy's name because the guy's name now is, is Jack Daniel instead of Jack Daniels. His name was Jack Daniels. His name in this reality now is Jack Daniel. So now it's apostrophe S as in possessive of Jack Daniel. Now it's funny because I told you about residue, right? Residue. So like if you watch family guy, Simpsons, these things are full of parodies and residue, which remains Uh, a family guy. What's the guy's name? Peter does a crank call. And he's calling Jack Daniels, not Jack Daniel, Jack Daniels, because that was his name. Yeah. It's now Daniel. His name is now Jack Daniel. Huh. Wow. I'll show you another thing on Google that'll blow your mind, too, speaking about the English language. Wait do you see this. <laughs> Get up a screen share again. The English language, yeah. rules of the English language are changing. You, say 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 you wanted to make the name Daniels, right? But you wanted to say something possessive of him, like belonging to Daniels. Like you would put the apostrophe after the S, but you wouldn't put another S. Right. Yes. Absolutely. You'd put it right. You know what I'm saying? After the like S. Like if you yes. were gonna put, if you were gonna put keeping up with the Joneses, like so. Check this out. So Bridget Jones's diary is what I want to show you. Check this out. Look at this. That's proper English now. <laughs> what? For anybody that doesn't see what we have on the screen, Bridget Jones' diary, which was J-O-N-E-S apostrophe, making, it's like, if you want, I wasn't describing it good, but if you take a, possess, a, a proper name, like a last name, and it ends in an S, and you want to make it possessive, you would put the apostrophe after the S, but you wouldn't add another S. Right. Yeah, you just put it right this after is- the S. Nothing else. And it's not just this movie. This is proper English now. They say you can do it either way. So you can you have your option. You can just put an apostrophe or you can put an apostrophe S. Another English change for me is the word a lot. This is not a word anymore. A-L-O-T. There is only A space L-O-T. Now it'll tell you it's a common misspelling. It should always be spelled on two words. No, there's there's a lot and there was a lot. Another one that changed to me is the word mm. definitely. Definitely used to be spelled like this for me with an A in it, but now it has no A in it. It just has an E at the end, uh, an I where the A used to be. No, I don't remember that one. That would be misspelling to me. And I also remember a yeah. lot with a space. Yeah, I remember both. I, there is a lot with a space, but I remember a lot without a space as well. I do remember. You might, you might be right about both. Yeah, you could be right about both. Hmm. But definitely, I don't remember that other, the A version. It's always definitely. Let's talk a little bit about like disinfo real quick. So what they do when they address this, as you probably noticed, like I talked about a lot of things you probably never hear on like uh, people that address this, articles that are out there, the media when they address it. All they do is see they, they have people fooled. They make people think they're addressing it. So that way people that are researching truth topics and whatnot think they don't need to look because if why would the media be putting a spotlight on this if it was in, in a good light if it was real? They're not putting it in a good light, though. What they're doing is they're minimalizing it. They successfully minimalized the Mandela effect. So when you think the Mandela effect before I came on here today, you probably thought Berenstain Bears, the Monopoly Man, and Pikachu, and this other shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's that, too. But that's just the very entry-level stuff, man. It gets yeah. so, so much deeper than that. So what they'll do is they look like they're presenting it because they'll give you like a top 40 list. And for the most part, now I'm not going to sit here and vouch for these people, but for the most part, those lists usually do have real Mandela effects on them. Most of them are real effects. 
but they just leave it at that media level, right? Like how many times have you seen a top 40 list mention any of the Bible changes, anatomy, geography, South America, right? Break that, tell you this 13 different videos of JFK. They never say any of that because that might really jolt people. Whereas if you just leave it as this media thing, books and movies and music, even though you're not telling people, hey, these things have just been rebranded and republished, that's what they're going to go to. That's what they're going to go to. Mm-hmm. But then there's this next level of gatekeeping that comes in after that. Yes. So the best thing that they can have, when I say they, whoever the bad people are that control this place, right? So what the, the worst thing, the, the best scenario for them is you don't see that the, this stuff is happening, okay? Let's say you get past the top 40 list and you're like, you're starting to get it. And you're like, well, wait a minute. So if I look at my physical copies of all this stuff and it's changed and then you start to figure out that all these other people around the world have the same memory as you. Then you start to figure out that there's actually residue because they don't mention, imagine covering the Mandela effect and not addressing the physical evidence that I talk about and the images and the residue, right? They don't do that. So once you get to that point, you're like, whoa, this is significant. Something's happened in here. The next step is they want you to think that it's CERN. They want you to think that it's D-wave computers or they want you to think that you live in a simulation. Because then they're still in control. It's still them and still their machines that are doing it. But in my opinion, it's none of that. It's on a supernatural level that's above all of that. And in fact, I think that's what the controllers are afraid of because they run the physical matrix. They run all the deceptions. They already control the media, the space programs, the fake food, the fake education, the fake history, the fake medical. They own own all of that. They have a control over all of that. But they also want to hide God. They want to hide the creator. They want to hide anything supernatural. This is proof of the supernatural. Now, some people might get real offended. From what I've seen, most of them have been pretty neutral changes. Nothing that really has hurt anybody. Now, there's some people take great offense in Jesus beating off in a river and these other things in the Bible. But in my, in my opinion, it's funny because it sounds like that's not really in there, but it is. Yeah. So, like, in my opinion, like, that is still just a book. So nothing too crazy bad has happened to anybody to be scared of this, but they want you to be scared of this. They don't want you to realize that this is happening because in my opinion, this place is a test. Many people are miserably failing the test right now. Okay. I think the next part of the phase of wherever we're going has a lot more of the supernatural aspect involved. And I think that we need to recognize these changes to get there. That's kind of my take on it. There's a lot of disinfo agents that'll come out like Sinbad, Tom Hanks. These people are all paid to discredit this. Um, you should see some of the videos by Sinbad. I mean, he's come out and, and told people that the CIA is going to come to the house and kill you if you have a copy of the movie. Just what? all this ridiculous stuff. Oh, yeah. It's, it's wild and wild and crazy, dude. You get, you get, I'll, I'll send you a couple of the links after to watch some of his videos. So if you want to watch a video real quick that's two minutes, I think we should watch it. Yeah, go it's, for it. Uh, it's very important. We're talking about this info. This will blow your mind if you've never mm-hmm. seen it. So you are familiar with the Sinbad Mandela effect? Shazam, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he was in a movie called Shazam in the mid-90s that many of us remember. There was also a movie that came out a couple of years later with Shaquille O'Neal called Kazam. Now Shazam's never existed. We're told we're mixing it up with the Shaq movie. Now, you know, I know a lot of people say every Asian looks the same, every black guy looks the same, but I'm sorry, dude. Shaq and Sinbad, yeah, they don't look nothing alike. <laughs> no, I don't you think know? so. No, no nobody's, nobody's mixing up uh, Shaq and Sinbad. 
But anyways, oh. we're going to watch a little video. It's two minutes long. So on April Fool's Day of 2018, this place called College Huma released a video. They claimed that it was an excerpt from the Sinbad movie. Like they had found it, right? Uh-huh. And they actually paid Sinbad in his 50s or however old he is then to refilm this. They got these kids in it, right? They put this fake distortion over it like it was an old VHS tape. You can clearly tell it's current day Sinbad and not 1990s Sinbad, right? Yeah. And he's trying to make out this fake video so they could fake like they found this tape, which would basically, in essence, debunk the Mandela effect in a lot of people's minds, right? Oh, there are these lost tapes of everything, right? Not only that, pay attention when we go through it. You're going to see fake planted Mandela effect residue all throughout the video. Like there'll be like uh, things spelled the old way and all these things. So that what they wanted people to do is Mandela effect people to jump on it, say, look at this and look at all this residue. Here's this spelled this way. Here's this, here's that. And it was just a fake video that they made to troll people that they came out like a week or two later and said, this was fake. So just to clarify for people, um, it, it should be Shazam with Shaquille O'Neal and it's now Kazam with Sinbad, right? No, it should be Shazam with Sinbad and Kazam with Shaq. But now Shazam okay. with Sinbad is completely off the map. There is no such gotcha. uh, okay. thing. Okay. But right. this website with the help of Sinbad himself, faked like the copy had been found and this was a scene from it. And they also faked Mandela effect residue in the video to get people to run with it as a disinformation campaign. And I'll show gotcha. you. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing? Dad could have thrown out all of mom's stuff. He just couldn't have. James, there's got Listen to be this something word. he forgot here. Something real. We can remember. So right here, Curious George with a tail that they have right here. They created this for this clip to troll us. Because in this reality, he no longer has a tail. They created fake evidence and put it in this fake video. Listen to what they say right here, too. They're just completely trolling the Mandela effect. Remember her by. Hey. We have our memories. They're real. No one can take that from us. Yeah. Clean this up. Can you imagine if Dad saw this mess? <laughs> Fruit Loops, spelled the old way. Now it's spelled F-R-O-O-T. What? They put this in. Fruit Loops is spelled F-R-O-O-T now. No. It has been your whole life. It has been your whole life. <laughs> so that distortion that you just saw on the screen is fake they created this added fake distortion to make it look like a fake vhs tape they made this look like a fake commercial and now you're gonna see sinbad come out of a lamp pretending like he's in the 1990s but he's like 50 years old dude like this is ridiculous bless you look at look at this berenstain bear's book right yeah. Here's a Monopoly game that shows the yellow properties because Ventura Avenue never existed now. Now it's Ventnor. This newspaper over here says Nelson Mandela dead. And when you get a better shot of it, it gives you the date 
of him dying when people think they remember him dying in like the early nineties or whatever, right. it was. which is, which is um, what coined the phrase Mandela effect. Right. Yeah. So they're completely trolling us with this video. Like there's all these products that have changed all around. I'll point them all out to you because you probably didn't even recognize some of them and there's more to come. What is that? See Nelson Mandela dead at 60, whatever. And right, if you take that yeah. from his birth date and you add it, which I did before, it brings you to the date people think that he died in prison. This is wow. a complete troll job. None of this is legit. You know what I mean? None, they yeah. fabricated all of this for anybody watching. They fabricated this book cover. They fabricated that Fruit Loops thing. They fabricated this newspaper. Whoa. See this picture behind her? It's a picture of King Henry. King Henry no longer holds a turkey leg in any painting. He was famous for a turkey leg. Yes, now I remember that. A pair of gloves. So that's behind them as well. You also saw a Spalding basketball earlier. Spalding is a Mandela effect. Spalding no longer has a U in it. It's just Spalding. Oh, man, it feels good to get out that thing. Oh, kind of cramped up in there. Should have took you long enough, Tina. Wait. Y'all are not Tina. And you're not Sinbad from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You're as old as shit. What happened to saying hello? Kit Kat with a dash. Kit Kat no longer has a dash in this reality. You aware of that? <laughs> they put that here. They fabricated this package and put the dash back in Kit Kat because it's never had a dash. Uh, uh, I believe we got off on the wrong foot. Don't come any closer. Okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to start all over, right? I'm going to introduce myself. I am Shazam! I am the genie of the lamp. And you are? You're not a genie. Genies aren't real. Every time I come out the lamp, I hear the same thing. You better get out of here, or I... Oh, you will. <laughs> but you're going to toot me to death? Shazam! F- fake, cheesy 90s effects added to the video, by the way. <laughs> if you do, I'm going to have to take one of your wishes away. He is a genie. You're a little Tina. That was my mom's name. How long have I been in this lap? She has kids now? I thought we had something going on, me and your mom. Now, I know I'm 2,000 years older than she is, but look, Clint Eastwood did it. It could happen. Age ain't nothing but a number. You know what I'm saying? Wait, you knew her mom? She can make me my own. And this common San Diego in the yellow. I know you don't remember yellow, but many of us do. And they have her in yellow here. Huh. Isn't that wild? Even if you, you know, you remember red, like why do they have her in yellow? She's always been red. Yeah, right? I just, I remember the show, like the game show mostly. Yeah. Isn't that wild that they fake this video? Yeah. That's just, that, that doesn't have like a nineties vibe at all. You know what I mean? You can tell. It no, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. And then he's done other videos where he's like threatening people. Now it's, I don't take it as a real threat, but he's like, Telling people, now we know there's no real copies of it because it's a Mandela effect, right? It, it doesn't exist. But he's telling people, if we find out you have one of the last three copies, the CIA is going to come to your house and kill you. Like, I'm serious, dude. Check this out. I just want to say um, I'm embarrassed. So he gets real mad. People ask him about Shazam all the time. They troll the F out of him on Twitter and everywhere else. He's blown up so many times, this guy. Dude, it's a riot. 
I just want to say um, I'm Ladies embarrassed here. because I've been telling people I never did Shazam and people always walking up on me and I'm, I'm just going to tell you what happened. Deadly confession. <laughs> I did do Shazam. I'm not, I'm not proud of it when I did Shazam. I was doing a lot of crack. I was staying in crack houses and I did Shazam for crack money. I, I knew it wasn't going to be a great movie because I have no genie skills. I think most movies... You have to bring something out of yourself. And I've never been a genie or had magical powers. It was a learning process for me as I was doing this movie, just getting into the lamp. I took a lot of yoga, uh, a lot of Crisco oil to slide up into that lamp. So, you know, I injured myself. I had a rotator cuff injury. You know, I'm not crying. I'm not crying because I'm tough. But those who said, hey, you saw Suzanne when I was growing up. Yeah, you you did. You, it, it, it did exist. It took a lot of government intervention to get those videos out of people's homes and out of the uh, video stores. Um, I'm lucky because I'm ex-military, ex-special forces. So we were able to do a lot of mind control stuff to get those videotapes away from people. There what a loaded disinfo. There are three Shazam videos still out there we did not find. And if we find you, we're going to kill you. And I just want you to know that. Uh, <laughs> I want you to be aware of that. So bad that, that you didn't know you are on a hit list. And I'm, I'm ashamed. I'm totally ashamed of that, but I'm just saying, if you have that Shazam video, you're on a short list to have an assassin come to your house. So I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not saying, hey, if you want to post it on on Twitter or something, say, hey, I got the video, but that means your whole family's gone. And I'm just trying to put that out there because I I feel bad because of my weakness, not admitting that I did Shazam when I was a bad space in my life. I was in a bad place in my life. Isn't that ridiculous, dude? Like how ridiculous over the top is this disinformation so we have uh we also like i said remember i talked about the thinker statue changing from this to this to this like incrementally changing yeah but that kind of ties into some of my ideas and theories too because like i i think the disinfo right away they want you to think that their computers and their machines are doing it so cern d-wave you know take your pick as long as you choose one of those there's a lot of other theories you'll hear though i'm sure you've heard of you know uh, timeline jumping, ultimate alternate timelines, uh, maybe a big event, maybe an old earth, new earth, maybe 2012 prophecies, like all these different things, right? Yeah. I'll kind of give you my take. Time travel, we'll have to address that as well. So I'll tell you, I don't think it's time travel. Uh, if it was time travel, why would we have leftover residue? Wouldn't all that stuff not exist? Like right. we have all this residue because that stuff existed in this reality. That's why we have it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as far as jumping from one timeline to another, and so, like, we're in a different place, right? Well, we went from one Earth to another Earth. We're in a different place. That's why everything's different. Well, why do we see things incrementally change if that's the case? And if it's and if it's, that is also the case, me and you would both remember Common San Diego with the same color jacket. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't differentiate on different changes. If one big shift is what took us from one place to another, and that's what the differences were, we would see the same differences. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, for me... I don't, I don't really jive with those theories. I don't jive with the multiverse theory either. I think that's another way to uh, take you further and further away from yourself and away from the creator. I think we're in one reality, dude. I think we're in one reality. It's in flux, but I don't think it just started in 2015, like a lot of people think, or 2012. I think the Mandela effect, and the Mandela effect's a crappy word. It makes you think of, and we haven't even talked about where it got its name. And the whole story yeah. you'll always hear about Fiona Broom and Nelson Mandela that's just garbage, dude. That's part of the disinfo. Fiona Broom, where is she? I mean, I do, I do, 
thousands of Mandela Effect videos. She don't talk to nobody. Nobody knows where she is. She pops up once every few years on a coast-to-coast interview or something and just completely clowns it and drops the ball. Who, who um, is she even? Because I'm not even familiar with her. I just read that blurb really just, quick. Yeah, well, she's just a persona they propped up um, that said they, she said that in 2009 she was at a party and uh, news came on about Nelson Mandela and people were confused because they thought he had already died in jail years ago. And then there you go. We have the Mandela effect. But let's talk about that for a minute. First off, besides her and who she might be, let's talk about Nelson Mandela being the, the Mandela effect being named after her. How stupid that is. Okay. <laughs> First off, I will say there are people that have died and came back from this. Is Nelson Mandela one of them? I'm not sure, but whether he is or he isn't, it's stupid to name it that because I'll give you an example. When I first brought this up to my mother, right, she got instantly triggered because Nelson Mandela and who Nelson Mandela allegedly was or wasn't. He's a polarizing figure. So instantly that turns people off, right? Mandela effect, I don't want nothing to do with it, right? The second thing is the things I've shown you, like the changed artwork, or songs and movies that have changed, I can show you parodies. The hardest thing to prove to somebody is that somebody was dead and came back. There's almost no residue when that happens. It's yeah. very hard. And then think about you're expecting them to believe. Hey, welcome to the topic. This is about the guy that died and came back to life. You in? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's a big just, claim, though. So what are some people that have come back? Who are some people? Louis Anderson died for me about 20 years ago. Louis Anderson is still alive. Meatloaf just died for some people for the second time. Um, another one that a lot that a lot of people uh, took issue with is um, what's that freaking guy's name? The preacher Billy Graham. They said he passed a few times. I'm not really sure about those guys, but for me, Louis Anderson definitely died of a heart attack about 20 years ago, maybe even a little longer. But he's still alive and kicking. Speaking of meatloaf, since I brought him up, his name's now two words. So he was just in the headlines. Everybody's talking about meatloaf. And I was able to make a video because his name's two words, meat space loaf. That actually changed a few years ago. Um, yeah, so we're talking about naming it Mandela Effect, just a stupid name. These, these topics always get stupid names. And I think that's part of the psyop uh, to deter people away from it. What this actually is, it's how our reality works. Our reality doesn't work the way they presented it. It's not this solid physical reality in all aspects like they present. There's much more to it. And the Mandela effect, I mean, it affects everything. Like it affects anatomy. We haven't even talked about anatomy yet. Where's your kidneys located? Like one on each side, right? Yeah, how low? Um, I mean, I'm not an expert, but I would say like, you know, below your stomach, well, around your stomach region. For me and many others. Or the back. Well, actually, yeah, it's the back, right? You're right. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Yeah, they, were in, they were in your back, but they were in your lower back. And that's why a kidney punch was illegal in boxing because it could do a lot of damage. Right. Maybe even kill you. And the reason it could do that is because the kidney was an organ that's completely exposed, right? Your kidneys now are up protected behind bone in your, your ribcage. So the whole idea that they were unprotected down here doesn't make sense anymore. Here's one that's even bigger. Dude, 
when I used to say Pledge of Allegiance and I used to look at that American flag on the wall when it had a red stripe under the blue and I would take my hand and I would put it here to cover my heart. Yeah. Your heart's not on the left side anymore, dude. Your heart's here in the center, right behind your sternum. Yeah, I feel like that one's a misconception maybe though because I like a I don't know why it's a misconception, but I feel like we all grow up thinking it's like because it doesn't like maybe like the like a large part of the heart kind of like like the aorta I don't not sure which part but um go over to the left side but the but it's mainly in the center of your chest. I I know I grew up believing it was like, you know, <laughs> to the left, but yeah. yeah, I'm not sure about that one. And what mm. about, have you ever seen, uh, I'll just tell people now. So like in the eighties, maybe early nineties, there used to be a lot of like rock albums that would show like skulls, right. It would show like a snake in the skull or whatever going in one eye coming out the other. Like it was a popular thing. Yeah. Now behind your eyeball, there's a plate of bone. It's not hollow anymore. Like it used to be behind your eyeball. So none of that. And I know that's just artwork and stuff, but none of those conceptions make sense anymore because there's a whole sheet of bone that's in the back of your eyes. Yeah, that's pretty weird. Yeah. That's a weird one. Now, there's a lot of other stuff that people talk about as far as anatomy and stuff. But again, like, I'm not going to tell you things in your body have changed if I'm not sure. So I just stick with those big ones. But there's a lot of other stuff going on. And like, like I brought up a little bit of Bible stuff. So people that are into different things like anatomy, or if you heard me go about the Bible and you're like, oh, you want to know more? Like this channel is like get really deep into some of that stuff. Um, if I just don't have the background of something to have the knowledge of it, you know, there's only certain things I can go uh, so far in depth of. But the beautiful thing about the Mandela effect is we see this stuff happen right in front of us, you know? So like I can, I can talk about changes even if they don't resonate with me uh, by observing what everybody remembers, what the residue is. So many of these, dude, when you go to look for residue, evidence of the way it used to be, there's actually more of it than there is of the way it currently is. Like, there'll be more Google searches for it. There'll be more merchandise yeah. for it than, than the way it actually has always been. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous, you know? That's true. Another one that's, uh, like, we talked about Alice in Wonderland earlier. I forgot to mention the cat, the Cheshire cat. The quote used to be, we're all mad here. Now it says, just about everyone's mad around here. It's completely, completely gone. Wizard of Oz, when the wizards revealed, hey, look at the curtain, the green curtain, right? <laughs> hey, no attention to the man behind the curtain. Not what he says. Now he says, pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Huh. In Star Wars, in, and we're talking original trilogy, let's forget the prequels, let's forget the shit after, all the other crap, original trilogy, C-3PO has a silver leg now. He was always all gold, dude. He has a silver leg in the original trilogy. Now, there'll be people, oh, you know, they blew him apart and Chewbacca put it. No, that was in Empire Strikes Back halfway through the original trilogy. Oh, well, so the actor, the actor Anthony Daniels that plays C-3PO, he's in on this. So in 2016, so think about this, right? So for years in this reality, Black Tom has always been a thing, right? C-3PO has had a silver leg since 1977. All these things have gone back now since their beginnings, right? All these Mandela effects. But none of them got addressed until about 2016, 2017, right? All of a sudden in 2016, 
USA Today comes out with a video with an interview with Anthony Daniels, and they're like, it's, it's, the title of the video is, is why does C-3PO have a silver leg? Like, th- in 2016, this just comes out. All the stuff kind of coming out when the Mandela effect started really ramping up. This guy comes out on camera, and he's like, yeah, well, uh, the guy that plays C-3PO. Why do I have a? Why, why didn't you notice I had a silver leg? Well, you know, uh, one day I was out there shooting, and my my stills photographer. So we're talking about the guy for Lucas Films, which is now Lucas Film, by the way. Lucas Films that has the most expensive photography equipment in the world, I'm sure, at the time, right? They're filming Star Wars. He's like, yeah, my stills photographer said to me that day, "Why do you have a silver leg on, Anthony?" And I said, "I always have a silver leg on." <laughs> and then he goes and he, t- and he tells the he tells the audience that you just didn't notice the silver leg because the silver leg is like a mirror and it's reflecting the sand off Tatooine so it looks like I'm all gold. The fucking first scene in Star Wars they're on Princess Leia's ship. They're not on sand. He's running down the hallway with the silver leg now. It's- <laughs> wow. Yeah, so I think he knows. A lot of people say do these people know, like when their lines change and all this? I say for the most part, no. But Tom Hanks is highly involved. Sinbad's obviously involved. Anthony Daniels is involved. I think Sally Fields, who's now Sally Field, she knows what's going on. Um, and a few others. Tom Hanks has more Mandela effects than anybody, every single one of his movies. He's got a lot of issues in general, huh? Yeah, I mean, every one of his movies has changed. We talked about Big earlier with FAO Schwartz, Castaway, the movie Castaway is now two words. Forrest Gump, we talked about life is like a box of chocolates, but there's other quotes in there. How about, I may not be a smart man, but I know what love is. Now he just says, I'm not a smart man. Instead of, I may not be a smart man. It makes the whole quote completely No way, wait, he doesn't say, I know what love is at all? No, no, he used to say, he still says that at the end. Okay. He used to say it. So he used to say, I may not be a smart man, but I know what love is. Right. Now he just says, I'm not a smart man, not I may not be a smart man. Now he's uh, just like, I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. He used to say, I may not be a smart man. Oh, wow. What the hell? Yeah. Ah, so like twisting my brain all up. Trying to remember yeah. all this stuff. Even the, even the U.S. Patent Office has residue. So Procter and Gamble, huge company. They make a lot of cleaning products, all sorts of other stuff. Yeah. Huge Mandela effect. They're not Procter anymore. They're Procter. So P-R-O-C-T-O-R is now P-R-O-C-T-E-R. Always has been. Look under your own kitchen sink, people. Any products you have, they'll say Procter with an E-R. Yet I can show you like 100 different patents from the U.S. Patent Office. Anything that they filed before 2013 it still says Proctor on the scanned patents. I have them. Hmm. Whoa. Yeah. So there's a lot of evidence that yield signs, if I asked you what color a yield sign is, what would you say? Yellow. You'd be wrong. No. You'd be wrong. A yield, yield sign, the triangular. Yeah, yield, Google it. Tell me what you see. You, yield sign hasn't been yellow since 1971, and you were born when? 81? 82. 82? Yeah. So your yield signs, yellow yield signs were gone 11 years before you were born. Oh, Look at the colors are they, now. Are they red now? 
Yeah, red and black and white. Red, black, and white. And they have been your whole life, dude. <laughs> what? Well, I found some stuff came up in images of yellow ones, too. Yeah, well, those are the old ones, right? Yeah, yes. Okay. All, all the images, not ones you would have seen on the road when you were driving your entire life. No, that's weird. So there are Mandela effects. You got to be specific, right? I could have came out here and yeah. said, yellow yield signs never existed. They'd always be black. But you could have done that, and I would have been wrong. But I told you, since right. 1971, just like that Fruit Loops, right? So these backstories change. So Fruit Loops, remember I showed you Fruit Loops? Yeah. And you put away how it's not spelled fruit anymore. I told you it's F-R-O-O-T. So when that happened and we told people, hey, Fruit Loops has always been F-R-O-O-T. There's never been the regular fruit spelling, right? Yeah. That was legit for a couple of years. Then the backstory, it actually changes. Then all of a sudden there was this story that it was fruit with the regular spelling, just for a year, though, and they got sued because they weren't using real fruit, but they were spelling it fruit. So then they had to change the name to, to the double O. Well, that's all fine and dandy. But first off, we know that backstory wasn't there. But second off, that was a one year thing, allegedly. Right. That happened way before me and you were even born. So why do we remember it? F-U-R-I-T. Right. Yeah, I definitely remember yeah, the ba- fruit. The backstories don't even they don't even make sense. It's almost like AI is writing them. That's what I suspect. I do suspect that this is supernatural, but I do suspect that the people try to cover it up, have a lot of help, you know? So what, I mean, what would you say the overall motive is for this? If they're trying, I mean, if there's this big massive conspiracy and people covering it up, what's the main motive? I th- well, my, my, Okay. You got referred to me by David, right? David referred me to your show. Well, no, I don't know David, but I um I was watching Alpha Vedic. I know the guys from Alpha Vedic, and they um they were interviewing David, and he mentioned you. So, so you must have heard some other people like myself talk about that. You know, the agenda of the main agenda of science, the mainstream media, the people in control, in my opinion, is to hide who we are, where we came from, what type of potential we have. And the supernatural. And this shows us all of that. They don't, mm. they don't want you to know that the supernatural changes and that you can recognize them. They don't want you, in my opinion too, like, I think that a lot of these are messages from the creator. Like, hey, look, the wolf is now in the house, right? Hey, they're putting man higher than God. Other people mm. might look at it the other way. Hey, look, the devil's changing the Bible, right? The devil's doing this. There's a lot of ways to look at it. Yeah, But no matter what, they never want you to believe that there's something supernatural to this aspect. That ties into everything. That ties into, I think they put red herrings out there. Like, I'm sure you've heard of Project Bluebeam and they, yes. people are going to fool people with a holographic alien deception, right? What yes. about this, though? What if Project Blue? What if Project Bluebeam is a red herring for truthers like myself and you and whoever might see that? So then when we actually see the supernatural present itself for real. And I'm not talking their fake alien invasion. I'm talking about what happens if people that know about project Bluebeam see supernatural things happen in the sky, but then just say, that's just their fakery. True. I thought a lot about that, to be honest with you. Um, because I, like, I do believe, I mean, I don't think, you know, there's, they're crazy, like, cosmology all, all that stuff is necessarily uh right and like I've, I've changed my opinions on you know space aliens but i i do think there are some kind of you know other other life forms yeah yeah 
or or, or angels. People talk about fallen angels, or if there's yeah. demons, or right. whatever. I I personally I think there's a lot going on up there. Okay, yeah. I don't believe in. I certainly don't believe in their out of space crap. Yeah. I won't be somebody that comes out and just says blatantly space is fake. No, we don't know what space is. We know space yeah. travel is fake. We know they don't go to the moon. And we know there's not stars trillions of miles away, but there's something going on up there. Um, yeah. And I do think there is a spiritual war that's always going on and it's going on above. And uh, I do think that they want to they hide that. So they don't want, well, while it might seem insignificant, some of these changes just think about some of the bigger ones, though, people. I mean, people's Bibles are changing. People's anatomies are changing. The entire land masses of the earth have shifted. Like, there's big stuff going on. All this other stuff is kind of to get your attention and to get you into it. Why is so much changing? Dude, you know, there's a lot of theories I have to have. Like, I think that so much is changing because they are messages. Uh, I do think a lot of lies are being exposed. So, for instance, the CDC, John Hopkins, the HIPAA Act, all Mandela affected just before Corona. Really? Come on. So people lost people lost their health and personal health and privacy protection act, right? That's what it was. Now, now it's HIPAA. So what it actually stands for is different. They've lost their privacy, and that's exactly what's happened. I told you about the Bible change, two or more are gathered, then they limited gatherings just like they limited gatherings. It got limited in the Bible, and then it got limited in reality. Okay. At John Hopkins University, front and center of this thing. Yeah. It's now Johns Hopkins. It's now Johns Hopkins. Who the fuck names that kid Johns? And then on <laughs> top of that, the, the CDC, it used to be the Center for Disease Control. Yeah. Now it's the centers. It's the centers for disease control now. And it has been for 40 years, dude. Your whole life, it's never been the center for disease control. What do you think about that? That's wild. I, yeah, no. <laughs> so I knew it as the center. Yeah, it was center. I've only seen it as centers for about the last three to four years. It changed about a year or two before this whole current thing rolled out. All these things literally changed right before the current thing rolled out. But do you know what specifically in the HIPAA changed, like the exact clause? Oh, I don't know. Like if, you know, in the documentation, what clause in it. You know what I mean? I don't know if the actual clause is in it changed. I'm not going to tell you. Okay, but just the name. yeah, just the name, the acronym, what it stands for. Okay. And I've spoken to many people who are very well versed in it. I actually just got a whole bunch more residue that somebody sent me today from their work in the database at their doctor's office of all their HIPAA assessments, H-I-P-P-A. But it's never been that way now. It's H-I-P-A-A. It's interesting, too. There's these guys that do these videos on YouTube. You've probably seen them. They call them like First Amendment auditors or whatever. Yes, and yeah. They go around and they ask questions. Dude, pay attention to their videos now because you'll notice I just, I keep putting them up. One guy went and audited, uh, you know, they were doing HIPAA audits the other day. They even asked people what it stood for. One lady told the guy the old thing that it stood for, all five words, which came out to H-I-P-P-A, you know, on the video. Well, people will title it in their videos. You'll see, repeat, you'll even see doctors that are involved with the current PSYOP, right? Even the, the biggest names that are out there talking about it, the ones that are on the side of truth, right? Hmm. um telling you that it's bullshit or whatever and they they they're they're telling you center for disease control they're telling you fucking john hopkins and and sure a lot of them are going to say it the new way and because that's what it's always been and of course since it's in the spotlight now and you keep seeing it eventually you're going to get accustomed to saying centers for disease control right sure but man especially if you go back to the earlier stuff in the start of this everybody's saying center for disease control 
John Hopkins. I got pastors and preachers constantly saying Matthew 18, 20, which will more gather in my name. Like it's endless, dude. Endless. Now that I brought it to your attention, you'll start to hear lots of people. And it doesn't have to, in all walks of life on here, that quote will get brought up a lot where they'll be like, yeah, just like Matthew 18, 20. Or they'll be like, hey, we're two or more gather. You almost never, ever, 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 ever hear anybody say two or three. That's what it is now. Yeah, I'm going to write that down, Matthew 18, 20, so I can ask my buddy about yeah. it, see what he says. Yeah, try and get him, like, on a video call, though, so you know he doesn't Google it in front of you or pull out a book. Just say, hey, I want to chat, and just get a confident that, hey, let me ask you a few things now while we're talking. And that's what you do, and be like, Matthew 18, 20, when two, and he'll be like, or more gather. Or he might be, or more gather in my name, there I am in the midst, and finish the whole thing. But now it's like, if more than three gather, God's going to get up and just leave. Like, that's the message now. Yeah. I'm going to actually text him right now and see if he responds while I'm on with you. What is Matthew 18, 20 without see, looking? See, if you text him, though, you know he can look, he can look it he's, up, though. He he's pretty honest, though. I, okay, I think, all right. I'm just letting I, you know. I know how this goes with people, you know? <laughs> <laughs> look at, um, and wait, how does, how does it start? One. When what, two. When two, it it used to say when two or more. Now it says two or three. So if you just put when two and put a couple blanks, put like two blanks and then put gather. Okay. Two blank, blank, gather. And he's going to tell you or more. Okay. All right. I'll see if he responds. I don't know if he's working or what, but... (laughs) We'll see if yeah. you and you, um, you'll, you'll see you can just start asking people any of these and you'll be you'll start to realize that the bigger ones yeah. that i really talk about like the, the percentage is almost 100 percent. i mean there's definitely ones that are more split but i know like ed mcmahon matthew 18 20 mr rogers king tut the creation of adam dude everybody's gonna have the same memory as you everybody remembers it like this yeah everybody yeah. remembers king tut with just the snake like it's, it's really wild to think that everybody is just misremembering the same exact things and replacing the same letters as each other and all this crap, dude. Like, and it, it, see, it goes a lot deeper than the Berenstein and uh, the, just these other things. Those are legit effects. And, hey, that's what made me – that you know, the Berenstein Bears woke more people up to this thing than probably any other effect, you know? Yeah. But it's just people need to get past that. And I understand why people don't because of the way it's presented, but – it gets much, much, much deeper than that. And it's never ending. Um, I've been having a close eye on this since, you know, late 2014, early 2015. I've been making videos since 2018. Wow. Um, so I'm very aware of every time something changes and everybody sends me stuff and whatever. Things are still changing. I mean, I'm still putting out changes on new effects all the time. Like I talked about Germany. There's more German attacks. Like there's the Kingsland explosions now that happened two years after Black Tom. New Jersey attacked by Germans again. 46 buildings blown up at once, dude. 500,000 rounds of artillery in the air embedded inside the buildings and trains. A bunch of house fires started from it. Nobody's ever heard of any of this. German again, taking over American soil. Then there's another one. I'm over here covering Mandela effects especially German ones more than anybody. And now there's another time Germans attacked U.S. soil. They torpedoed U.S. soil. And it's literally, dude, my mother's backyard. Literally, you look out her window, it's this little beach called Nosset Beach. She lives in a small town of 4,000 people, Cape Cod, Mass. Now they say Germans <laughs> torpedoed that. 
like in the past, like trolling me in the past. My neighborhood has changed. The name of the neighborhood has changed. I've done a whole investigation on it. I've called City Hall. I've called every cab company, every business in the neighborhood. This is a Mandela effect where even after years now, three years or so, the people haven't taken the update. So it used to be Centerville. Now it's called Centralville. But if you brought up Centralville to people, people wouldn't even know what you're talking about. Like they still think they live in a neighborhood called Center. Wait, Beverly? Are you in Beverly? No, see, the Centerville you might be looking at is in Western Mass near Beverly. Centerville is a neighborhood also in Lowell, Massachusetts. Oh, no, no. I grew up in Beverly and we had a neighborhood called Centerville. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, we have one in Lowell called Centerville. And now it's changed to Centralville. But the amount of residue is insane. And I mean, dude, so it's changed from Centerville to Centralville. Okay. They just built built a new dog park in what used to be called Centerville. But Brian's crazy. It's never been Centerville. It's always (laughs) Centralville, right? They named the new dog park the Centerville Dog Park. And it's in Centralville. (laughs) That's fucking nuts. That's so funny. Yeah, dude. So, and, and a lot of people I have in a lot of cities have changed names. I showed you the big geography on, on the globe, the map, Google Earth, whatever it is. You know, they've all changed. And there's a lot more changes. I'm not a geography expert, so I don't want to talk about things I'm not sure of. But there's, there's huge ones. And there are people that are much more versed in it. And there's yeah. a lot of people that have seen buildings and stuff pop up that were not there, which just changed basically overnight. And it sounds crazy until it happens to you. It's, it, this kind of stuff does happen. It's wild, man. Yeah, it'd be really interesting to talk to like, you know, like with movies, like everybody who worked on that set or, you know, things like that, because it's hard, like there's always a little bit of plausible deniability unless you're, you know, uh, really well versed in that particular subject, you know, you can kind of, kind of rack your brain. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really like, an interesting aspect is to really like find, uh, find people who are super, super well-versed in these subjects. So for instance, sex in the city, right? Yeah. Sex in the city for a lot of people is a huge Mandela effect. And now it's sex and the city. Yet the woman who wrote, wrote sex in the city, she just wrote a book, a sequel to it. The title of the sequel is, is there still sex in the city? But it's sex and the city. Sex in the city. Sex in the city. And that's a hard one. I'll give you right away. Yeah. That's a hard. I mean, it almost sounds the same, right? Yeah. So I don't harp on that one a lot, but that's an example of, I mean, she wrote it. I mean, it makes no sense for her to title the book. Is there still sex in the city when it was never sex in the city? And everybody that says it is, is just crazy and falling for my psyop, right? Like these yeah. are the people that actually wrote the script, you know? Yeah. The jaw, the guy in Jaws. So Jaws, famous quote in Jaws, we're going to need a bigger boat. It's now you're going to need a bigger boat. Now, I did a video on it where I showed the screenwriter of Jaws literally talking about the portion of the script where it says we're going to need a bigger boat. Like, that's some great residue right there. This is the type of stuff we dig up. Timmy, Lassie, most famous episode of Lassie for me was when Timmy fell in the well and then Lassie would like, uh, you know, bark and he would send Lassie to town. She would bark, get help. They came back. They rescued Timmy. That episode doesn't exist now. Timmy's never fell in a well in Lassie, right? What? Even though everybody remembers Timmy. 
Yeah. So even though everybody remembers Timmy falling in the well, right. it's never happened. Now, if you look this up after the show, you probably message me back. Well, it's right here. No, there's a fake clip that somebody made. Looking at it further, you'll realize it's not the real episode. It's in black and white and everything, right? They made a fake bullshit clip, though. But yeah. the episode doesn't exist. Now, Timmy has an autobiography. His name is John Provost. The name of his autobiography is Timmy is in the Well. <laughs> so when he was approached about this, he said he doesn't know why he titled his book that. He just he just titled it that. He doesn't know why he titled his autobiography Timmy in the Well. And now he's actually gone on to change his answer. And just recently, a few months ago, he was in an article basically saying he did it just to troll people. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. I mean, you got to remember, these guys are all, they'll do anything. That's what they do. They're, they're paid to say things. They're actors. And, you know, most of them do not know what's going on. But once approached, like Sinbad, do I think Sinbad knows as much about the Mandela effect as even I do? No. But do I think he knows he's getting a paycheck to lie about it? Yeah. Tom Hanks, though? I think Tom Hanks knows a lot. Tom Hanks is a sketchy dude. I mean, he, he yeah. Tom Hanks hasn't had comments on his Instagram in like three years or something <laughs> because everybody was calling him out for being like a pedophile or something. I don't yeah. know if that's true, what's true, but um, yeah, yeah, he's got a lot of stuff going on. Do you, do you remember when he had them on though? I was on his Instagram when he had his comments on and they were literally just like rows and rows of people calling him a pedophile. Yeah, well, I don't use Instagram, but I did see some of the comments because I was burying Tom Hanks for all his, you know, Mandela effect bullshit. And hey, so yeah. check this out. So, remember, I told you how they want to point you in the direction that it's CERN or it's D-Wave computers when you first start to realize this. Yeah, I was, I was going to ask you about CERN, actually, like what you think is going on with that whole thing, or you think that's a cover or something. I think it's a color. And don't you think it's interesting that in 2009, they told you Tom Hanks is going to turn on the switch for CERN? That's Holy shit, I didn't know that. I don't yeah, know much so about CERN, to be honest. Well, I, 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 you know, I'm somebody that doesn't believe in fake science. I don't believe in fake things like fake moon landings and fake space stations. And I have no reason to think that CERN is any different than the International Space Station. Just more bogus nonsense from them sucking up people's money with something you're never going to see. And they just, you know, they took it from the, uh, up to the subatomic level. I don't think they're doing anything down there. Are they smashing particles? I don't think so. I mean, they might be doing something, but they tell you that they found the God particle and that they're going to recreate the Big Bang. Recreate the Big Bang. The Big Bang's fucking bullshit too, man. I mean, it's all, it's all nonsense. Yeah. It's them trying to take credit for supernatural things. Um, was that the original intention of CERN uh, when they started the project to, to take credit for the Mendel? I'm not saying that, but it certainly is convenient how they've done it. They've even put out commercials and music videos with the a scientist at CERN holding a sign to make you think it's directing you to think it's the, it has to do with the James Bond Mandela effect and all this crap. And that doesn't, that doesn't prove anything to me. I'm sorry. They want you to, they want you to believe hmm. that it's, that it's CERN. If, if that you it's ask, like mo most people I talk to in like the more conspiracy minded community w believe that they've like, you know, opened up some kind of gateway to yeah. somewhere. Uh, that's what I hear most I of the time. It. Yeah. I, I just don't buy that. I yeah. mean, that could be possible. And are they open in a demonic portal or something? Yeah. I'll give that more credibility than I will them causing the Mandela effect. 
that could be possible. I'm not yeah. telling people that, that think that that they're idiots, and I, I've left that on the table. But I don't think that they're causing the Mandela effect. Mandela effect been going on way before CERN was invented. Hmm. Yeah. Well, then they couldn't have. Yeah. That's wild. That's just my opinion. You know, when we talk about what's causing it, of course, that's just theories, but that's certainly where they want you to go. They want you to go away from anything supernatural or God or anything like that and go towards the, well, something that they built. What's they'd your... rather have you not believe at all. But... Sorry, what? No, I said they'd rather have you think nothing's happening at all, but right, no, it's happening. They want, they want credit. Yeah. I definitely think it's so convoluted, you know, that they, they, they want it really, you know, they make it purposely hard to, to understand what the hell is going on. I mean, I, some days like, I mean, like right now, I, after hearing all this stuff, it's like, I I don't even know what to believe anymore. Um, It gets so mixed up. Um, But what, I mean, what's your go-to thing? If you had to guess, like, what do you believe we're in a, like, dimensions i know you touched on a little bit but like are do you think there are different dimensions there are portals and no i actually well that that there might be different dimensions i'm not taking that out i don't think that plays into what we're seeing here though Mm -hmm. um what i think is i think that god created this earth uh satan and his minions took over the physical matrix. They put all this bullshit on top of God's green, beautiful earth with nature and unlimited resources, uh, plenty of land. These are all lies, okay? The, the, the scarcity lies, and we're running out of land, overpopulation, we're ruining the earth. This is all bullcrap. Okay, Absolutely. God made a very beautiful system here, just like he did with your body, and they lie to you about your immune system, okay? Mm-hmm. All lies by them. Uh, so they have put all this physical... Uh, fakeness on top of it and uh, I believe that we are meant to see our way out of it and basically I think that this place has kind of been like a um, do you remember choose your own adventure books from when we were kids uh, vaguely so they were like these books you would read and you get to the end of a chapter you'd have like five choices you could make depending on yes. the choice you it bounce you somewhere else and bounce you somewhere else and you could kind of make your own custom thing out of it. Yes, sure. I kind of think it's like a choose-your-own-adventure book that God laid out for us. People like you and I and others that have a thinking brain, um, we make cognitive choices and alterations to that story and that journey while still learning the life lessons. You know what's going on outside. People are walking around with the thing on this. These people are failing the test miserably, okay? They're failing miserably. I think what's going to happen is uh, do I think that they're doomed to hell? No, I don't. I think that's fear. I think that's bullshit put forth by religion as well. Yes. I think most religion is completely bullshit as well, of course. Uh, control mechanisms. Um, so okay. what I think is these people are failing God's test. Their souls are going to return here in another physical meat suit and get another crack at it and another crack at it. And hopefully each time they knock more of that chunk of trying to wake up to it. Now, is this Mandela effect the be all end all truth? No, nothing is. A lot of people get in that paradigm. Oh, I know 9 is an inside job. That's the biggest truth. I know NASA's fake. This is the finish line. No, man, it keeps going. But mm-hmm. what I do think is this is a spiritual test. So if, if when you leave this physical aspect of the realm, and then I believe you graduate to this next part, which is a lot more supernatural. Mm-hmm. If you're somebody that's always shut down and like, Say, like, you're somebody that when it was presented to you, Ed McMahon, you're just like, oh, I must have just misremembered. 
nothing's going on. And you know, that type of thing doesn't happen. Are you ready to go over there? No, you're not ready to graduate. Right. So I think this is kind of like a feeler in a way for a lot of things, but I, I think there's more to it. So I think it's a feeler to see who's ready. I think there's a lot of messages. Like we talked about the wolves in the house, city of angels, creation of Adam and God's lower. There's a lot of these type of messages when you really get into this. So there's a lot of that going on. What about this though? So I'm telling you, everything's changing. We've only been on for a couple hours or whatever, but we've probably gone through 200 things or whatever it's been. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's thousands and thousands. We could do this all day. Right. And I think it's going to keep changing. There'll be millions of changes. So it's like, they, are they all messages? Probably not. Some of them seem like insignificant brand changes or whatnot. Maybe yeah. they're just to get people's eye because, hey, maybe that was your favorite brand. Maybe that was your favorite brand. What about this, though? I just talked about these people that aren't going to graduate and they're going to repeat. Their soul is going to repeat, right? Yeah. What if too many things are the same? They would have a deja vu, their past life or something. So therefore, the creator needs to make these little alterations to like everything. So when they come back for their repeat, it's almost like a new a new test for them in a way. Because mm-hmm. if there's too many things that are familiar, like if everything's so familiar, what if that jogs something in their old, their old soul, right? I don't know. It's just an idea, you know? So there could be that going on. It's an interesting theory. I definitely resonate with you on the on what you said before, though. I, I do think that there's so much like constructed um, and there there's a there's an issue with like open mindedness uh, with people. Uh, and I don't I've never been able to understand that, you know, I'm not afraid to tackle like any subject or like keep learning about things, even yeah. if it's like wild, you know, like this whole notion of like conspiracy theory as a pejorative you know um you know talking down to people who want to investigate you know crazy ideas like well the world would never get anywhere we'd never get anywhere if we didn't investigate like conspiracy theories the conspiracy theory is just an idea it's a theory you know you either prove it right or wrong and um oh and it's more than that i mean they've used the term to demonize us it's like anybody yeah. that about anything they're a conspiracy theorist and in reality it's like they have masses thinking that conspiracies are like this thing that doesn't take place conspiracies happen all day every day like wake up people that's what goes down when yeah of course they make a plan to do something that's to their benefit and uh you know sometimes it's to the good of others and sometimes it's not and when you get into big government and media it's almost always not to the benefit of the masses conspiracies happen all the time does that mean every conspiracy is true no, but uh, uh, I would say most of the major ones are at least worth taking a look at and seeing if you feel like there's some truth yeah. that resonates with you and then go from there. Don't don't turn away from a so-called conspiracy because of the way it's been portrayed in the public limelight in the media or among the masses that you talk to. The masses that you talk to are idiots and they're just repeating what comes to <laughs> right. the media. And the, but, the, the, the TV is the biggest brainwashing device ever. It's the worst. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that phrase and phrases like that, I mean, because we have that phrase and it has the connotation that it has now, it it uh, thwarts people from investigating and it makes it seem like, you know, if something is a conspiracy theory, then it is innately false, which is yeah. not the case. It's just a theory about a conspiracy. It can still be right or wrong. So, yeah, yeah I, I dislike that that you know that whole phrase sucks um and i just yeah i hope like we get to a place where 
where people are just more open to to ideas because the worst thing that can happen is like you know they're not they're not true or whatever yeah. like you know yeah. but what's it, hurt to, what's it hurt to look man i mean it doesn't you're, you're yeah. doing yourself a huge disservice if you don't look at things because you're just too triggered to look like that's just yeah. plain right and if anybody watches this or any other episode and you you know have evidence to the contrary you're like please like leave a comment like let me know what you think about it um you know i'm i'm open to changing my mind and i'm not necessarily like settled on anything i even talk about sometimes you know uh but yeah the point is just to like remain open and like always be be investigating like a lot of people just kind of stop at a point they feel like comfortable and they stop researching yeah and then you know they plateau from there yeah i see it happen all the time man it really frustrates me because i expect more out of some of these people they've made it so far and then they just they just level off and some of them i feel are uh you know they get in their comfort zone some of them do it i think feel they're doing things for popularity they don't want to switch topics and lose subs or whatever it is and uh and then, you know, there are dishonest people out there that's meant to deter you from things too. So there's a lot of that going on. Um, true. Absolutely. Well, man, I don't want to take up too much of your time. That that flew by. I think we could talk about this for, for eons. Um, but uh, yeah, where can people find you and like watch more of your videos? Perfect. So I'm basically, I'm everywhere as far as live streaming. As a lot of people know, YouTube sucks, and uh, they just hammered me with two. They just hammered me with two strikes again on my main channel, so I'm not doing anything on there for a little bit. But here's all you got to do: I'm on Rockfin, Twitch, Twitter, D Live, and Facebook. Uh, most streams, I'd say 90% of them, I multi-stream to all those platforms. Um, sometimes I will cut it a little early and do the phone calls just for the Rockfin people because they subscribe to the platform. But you don't need to uh, subscribe to get my content. Uh, the stuff that's not on YouTube, because I had to make all my videos private because I have two strikes. I don't want to get the third. It's on my Odyssey channel. Odyssey is completely free. I have 1,500 videos on my Odyssey channel just in the last three years. 1,500 videos. Uh, if you go to my Odyssey channel, you'll, see, you'll just see everything right there. I do have these videos up on Rockfin. Um, and uh, so an easy way to find me, I would say, for anybody that's listening to this, Search my name, Brian S. Stavely, S-T-A-V-E-L-E-Y, on any platform. Uh, also, I do do YouTube backup channels and stuff rather than list all of those. If you just go to my website, Dose of Reality Show, doseofrealityshow.com, click my links. You'll see like five YouTube channels. You'll see my Patreon, my cryptos, my email, Twitter, Facebook, D-Lot. You know, you'll see everything on one page. Make it easy. Follow me wherever you're at, and you'll figure out wherever I'm going next. Brian S. Stavely, uh, any platform, doseofrealityshow.com. Sounds awesome, man. And I'll put some of those links in the, um, in the description for people to, to check that out. And, uh, yeah, thanks so much for coming by. I hope you come by again sometime. I'm sure there's more that we could talk about. It's been fun. Yeah, dude. Yeah, if you want to, uh, you know, I'm sure you'll probably want to look at this a little more. And if you want to have me back on in a few months or whatever. We can dive back in or if, uh, you know, I could blow your mind on some nine 11 stuff too. If you want to do that. Oh, always love talking about that. Definitely won't be YouTube friendly. That one. Oh yeah. No, I I'm, I'm on my two, two strikes too. So I've, I've given up on YouTube as well. Um, just bitch shoot an odyssey mostly for me. Um, so. 
Oh, COVID. You know, I talked about some of my Corona stuff, so we could do a whole show on that for sure. If you are, as long as you're cool with going completely uncensored, I'm your guy. Oh, dude, it's the only way I roll. The only way. Right, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, we can definitely do that. All right, brother. Thank you again. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll connect oh, for sure. Yeah. Where, where is, uh, where and when is this going to be up? And since I will eventually mirror this for my people, tell my people where they can find you verbally so they can hear it. Yes. Thank you. Um, so i my video versions are on BitChute. If you go to bitshoot.com slash a light on, um, I'm on Odyssey. You can find me with the search. Um, and my, uh, my audio versions are on most major platforms, uh, Apple podcasts and Spotify being the main, the main ones you can find me. And I'm also on Instagram. If you want to hang out with me on some lives sometimes and check out my posts at uh, a light on podcast. That's Perfect. it. Awesome, dude. Awesome. Cool, brother. The information presented in this program is not intended as legal, health, or nutritional advice. It is provided for informational purposes only. Alighton does not endorse nor accept responsibility for any statements, views, or opinions expressed by its guests.